What is up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse, episode 049 for Saturday, November 7th. Happy N7 Day, everybody. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined by my main man, Dick. Yo, what up? I'm Dick. I am, I am, I'm here. There's a long, hard road ahead of us, and I am here to to, to penetrate it. <laughs> yes. You know, <laughs> there's a, not a single thing going on in the world right now more important nope. than what is happening today. Nope. Today is N7 day. That is it. Exactly. <laughs> That's all that has happened today. I woke up this morning. I was like, wow, it's N7 day and nothing else as I looked at the camera. Yes. So <laughs> let us... Uh, celebrate um i know new york is popping off right now extremely happy about uh n7 so you know dude there's all kinds of people on the street right now like everything's crazy i was like damn i thought n7 was like a gamer thing but no it's bringing the whole country together you know it brings it brings people together and uh that's why we're here to talk about video games and nothing (laughs) else (laughs) nothing else um all jokes aside we do have quite a bit to go over um first off though let's start with what have you been playing dude oh boy so um uh i've been playing that there uh watchdogs legion yes i saw that in the stream how how is it so let me start by saying that oh here we go (laughs) um you know i i've i've discovered something about myself recently this is like the fifth i think open world game i've played after taking a long hiatus um from open world games because i don't know like these these games kind of just burn me out a little but um i learned that i kind of just play all these games the same way i kind of just shut off my brain and just you know play the video game like it doesn't i never think about things when i'm when i'm playing these mm-hmm. um so like this is the fifth one i've played like it was earlier this year it's horizon zero dawn i finished um ghost of tsushima uh damn what else spider-man mm-hmm. and there was something else i'm forgetting but also this and this one so and I would tell you, Spider-Man was my least favorite. <laughs> I mean, you're wrong, but continue. <laughs> uh, not that it's bad, but um, it just does like, th- okay, so this game is like just above Spider-Man for me in terms of playing the game, in terms of wanting to play the game, like in terms of doing the things that it sets out for you to do. I would argue Horizon Zero Dawn was like that game for me. Uh, like it was fun with the. I did not like the open world stuff of it, like at yeah. all. Yeah, really yeah, Horizon. Yeah, world. Horizon. I would put above this. Really? I would put, okay, I, it, it's hard to rank them because I don't like open world games. I'll just put that yeah. out there. I don't like them. Um, I, I'm starting to slowly realize I don't like them. Just the busy work that's involved with open world games. Yeah, like it, it's like, but it's it's so weird though, because like I love Zelda, but like that handles open world like so well. Yeah, exactly. So like Metal Gear Solid Five, so maybe I just don't like like those paint by numbers open world games. I don't know. Yeah, 
And so then that brings us to Watch Dogs Legion, which um, it takes place in this like futuristic London where um, if you know anything about Watch Dogs, there's this hacker organization called DeadSec. And in this game, there's like another one called Zero Day. And then London's uh, in the middle of this like political, like there's like, there's this private military company that's like hired by the government to uh, spy on people. They set up cameras everywhere and you know, all your, they have all your information and there's checkpoints all over the city and they're scanning people and there's drones flying and shit like that. It's just whole, this like militarized zone. Mm-hmm. And it, it's super oppressed and that's what they're trying to like break free of oppression. But at the same time, there's this like bad terrorist organization of hackers and we're the good hackers and we're going to like fight them and shit like that. Like the story sucks. Uh, story terrible. I don't give a fuck about the story whatsoever. Um, but, but, uh, I enjoy the gameplay here. Yeah. Um, and this is where, this is where the, um, like, Every time they've shown this game and the trailers and just everything leading up to this game, I said the same thing every time. I said, boy, I'm getting like whiplash between what what this game is, whether it's like a real jokey, funny, haha, hackers, fuck you type shit or yeah, we're in London, mate, and you're super oppressed, and we're gonna, like, it's, it's like, cause there's, like, yeah. some heavy, there's heavy shit in this game, and there's also just, like, this silly-ass fucking grandma is gonna g- get your tea and crumpets, mate, and, like, it's like, what, like, I have no, I, I don't know what the game's trying to be or trying to say when it's, like, constantly at odds with itself yeah. in, in terms no, of what I it's trying you. to say. I hear ya, and coming from someone who's, like, not a huge, like, Watch Dogs fan, like, I played the first one. I did not like it. And it was the problem. The game took itself way too seriously. And yeah. it did not deserve to take itself as seriously as it did. Um, I played the sequel a little bit. And I actually liked that one a lot more. Like, the hacking stuff was a lot more fun. The missions were fun. But the, the open world busy work, like, turned me off of it really fast. Um, yeah. And this one, I hear what you're saying. Like, some trailers are, like, trying to show it off. Like, this wacky, goofy like fun kind of story other games are other trailers try to show it off as like this real like oppressive open world where you're trying to fight back against against big corporations and it's it's like dude just pick a lane like what are you trying to do here yeah so that's and that carries over into the gameplay where You've got this open world, and the open world seems at odds with these. If you like, if you look at the um, gameplay I'm showing now, there's these like interior sections where it's like, which is where I had the most fun. It's like these spy sections where you kind of just have this playground to just kind of. It, it, it's kind of how I compare uh, Batman Arkham Asylum to Arkham City, where like Arkham Asylum had these really good interior sections where you just can be batman and do batman shit yeah uh these really good enclosed environments where it was just a playground and then like arkham city kind of lost some of that where you went out into the um out into the city um like i had the most fun just kind of doing like spy sneaky stealth shit in these interiors um 
you like you get this like spider bot you can just throw out and like sneak mm-hmm. around and climb into vents and stuff and and do all that and then there's like a, a puzzle network of of doorways and stuff that you got to find like the central mainframe and hack that or like find a guy with the key card and like download the key card and then you can open doors um like that stuff is really cool i just like doing that but then once you realize that um game fucking it fucks itself because like you're supposed to be like the good hackers or the good terrorists whatever but then you get characters you get characters that straight up have ak-47s and grenade launchers and shit and you're like okay why don't i just fucking walk in here and mow everyone down like there's no penalty (laughs) towards doing that um so you kind of have to like restrain yourself a little bit it's like okay i'm not gonna pull out my ak um like at one point like i got like a light machine gun i'm like dude what the fuck uh you you go from like a hacker to like rambo yeah it it was just like (laughs) what like why like what the fuck like what's the point of doing the stealth shit if i could just run in there and mow everyone the fuck down with no consequence um so that that's kind of what i was running into i was like i like playing it this way so i'm gonna force myself to play it this way and not like pull my gun out until shit gets real um but like i will say like this stuff is fun and it's just it's all over the city you can just like walk into like any of these zones and just start like and just start like hacking shit and i don't know it's just it's it's really cool and then uh and then there has a whole system of where like you can recruit anyone yeah that's Um, that's something i want to hear about like how is that so that's okay so here's a here's uh i gotta preface it with this there is a permadeath mode yeah that it asks you from the start it asks you from the start of the game like hey do you want to enable permadeath and you're not really sure what that means in the beginning of the game so i picked no if you pick no you cannot turn it on again but if you pick yes you can turn it off Mm -hmm. um which they didn't make that absolutely clear so i was like no, I don't want permadeath. That sounds weird. Um, in hindsight, though, you would you kind of I think you want that permadeath mode because that yeah. is probably the one thing that will prevent you from going guns blazing. Um, because when you die, it just restarts you outside of where you were, and you uh, just walk, you can walk back in there, and everyone you killed is still dead. So ah, uh, okay, so that that's definitely then. So that, that so it sounds like the game was made with that permadeath like in mind. Yeah, and, and not that, turning it on kind of breaks the game a little bit. Yeah, and then so that goes into why you want to recruit a, uh, a lot of people is because you recruit people, and then you'll have like good people. Like you, you have people that are more attuned to hacking. Um, you have mm. people who can like they'll they'll start with a drone, or they'll start with um they're better at stealth, or they have silenced weapons, and um you recruit like you recruit like lawyers who like if you guys get caught by the cops. Um, or if, if you're like, if you have like cops chasing you, they can like disrupt the, the, their system and have the cops like lose you easier, which is really cool. Um, like cool stuff like that. But, um, I'll tell you, I didn't use any of that because I found like the one character that I liked. I mean, they're all essentially the same. Like everyone can do the thing, the same thing. Like everyone can hack. Everyone can 
you unlock abilities. There's like a skill tree and whatever you unlock in the skill tree, everyone can do. So like, Oh, what? That's, I mean, it makes sense. People are going to be dropping like flies. Like it doesn't make sense to like give everyone yeah. like a fresh, this deep progression. If we're just going to die yeah. and lose. Like it only affects your starting equipment. So like certain yeah. people start with a drone or certain people start with an AK 47. Um, like it's like that. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, so like the, how the recruiting works is you walk up to a random person, anyone in the world, you can scan them with your phone and be like, OK, this guy is a reporter. Um, she has a news drone and she can spawn a truck um, <laughs> shit like that. Or this character is a spy. They have uh, a silenced they have a silenced pistol and um, they do stealth kills faster um, yeah. stuff like that. So, and then you, you just hit the um, RB, you hit the right button through the right bumper to start the recruiting mission. And then they'll give you like, hey, my sister got caught by the fucking feds, mate. And I want you to go in there. I don't trust DeadSec, mate. I want you to go in there and, 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 and rescue my sister, mate. And then you go rescue the sister. Um, which is, it's more, it's more, uh, I'll give them credit. It's more, uh, it's more to it than that. It's not just like it. It didn't seem like copy paste type stuff. It, the The missions they they gave actually seemed pretty significant. I, it was impressive because okay. I didn't. I don't think I ran into anything that was um that like repeated itself or just sat, it, it felt um it felt the same. It, it all felt pretty unique. I mean, it, it seems like it's pulling something like a random zone in the world because you can walk into the whole thing's open. So like this zone I'm in now, you can just walk in without any objective. You can just walk in here and just start doing shit. Um, there's like a ton of collectibles to get. So you can just walk in there and just collect shit. But it seems like what those missions are doing is they're just picking a random one of these locations and saying and giving you like a specific thing to find there. Um, which is really cool because it just seemed it felt it felt real natural. Okay, that's good. Um, but okay, once so you sounds like, like sounds like like there is a lot to like like about it, but yeah, I but it sounds like the open world itself is still like if you don't like open world games, like this isn't going to change your mind. Yeah, and it doesn't like it's not rotten with my thing with Spider Man was that it was just rotten with just fucking blips on the map that just was like i don't want to do any of this like this doesn't really do that everything's zoned off i think there's like six or seven zones of london and they all they each have like three things you have to do and then like a and then like a a, a mission i forget what it calls it but like a liberation mission mm -hmm. so you do like you do three things which is just like hey uh put up some propaganda posters or recruitment posters for dead sec or hack this thing and it'll give you like three of those and then a big mission and you do that and you get like a key you get like a key member uh that gets recruited so it, it didn't seem like it was rotten with this with stuff but like there's like a ton of collectibles there's like a ton of like there's like clothing stores all across the here's here's the weird thing is that like all the cars in the city are like self-driving cars which is weird because like you hop into the car and then like no one hops out and i'm like wait what the fuck 
Um, like all the cars are just self-driving. Like every single one is just driven by AI, and there's nobody inside them, which is weird. I mean, even if like they're self-driving, like wouldn't there be someone like trying to get somewhere? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's every single one, but fucking damn near most of them. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a single person hop out of a car. Um, <laughs> and then, but the motorcycles have people on them because. I don't know that you can't you can't hide. I think they try to hide it by like it. I don't know. It's weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is there's the the all the like there's clothing stores everywhere, and you can like get new clothing, but you have to like find the store in the world, and they all have like different stuff. They're all selling different yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's there's definitely some weird parts to this, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's a bad game. I'm not going to say it's a good game. Mostly not great, but I enjoy I enjoy doing the thing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing the thing, and that's pretty much it. I don't know. That's good. So all in all then, like would you recommend it or like wait till it's on sale? Uh wait wait for a sale. Wait for a sale. Probably just don't even play it. I mean, you got to like <laughs> you got to enjoy. You got to like know what it is and like know what you're getting into before you yeah. uh, cuz like again there's not like it's not a very deep game mm-hmm. uh but i i like the i like the stealth stuff like i'm a metal gear fan and it's like yeah. metal gear with like hacking um okay so it's fun for that but like the open world stuff yeah it's take or leave it yeah oh, that even makes sense, uh yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's um it's okay. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I would say if you if you're playing this, turn on the permadeath mode and you'll probably have a bit more engagement like with all the characters and stuff. Like you'll actually like care a little more. Um cuz yeah, I got caught using the same like I was using the same like two people which or like I wasn't encouraged I wasn't encouraged to change my character at all. Yeah. Because I it was just it was fine. Yeah. Well still it sounds sounds interesting. I probably won't be picking it up. But I mean to yeah. all of you out there who have, I mean, there we go. Yeah. Um anything else you've been playing you want to go over? Because I, I, I I'm I'm in the same boat. I, I'm the same boat as last week, still playing Pokemon, still playing No More Heroes, still playing uh Borderlands. Uh, mine hasn't changed on that. I am almost done with Pokemon, so that's a cool thing. I'll probably be done with that. I'll have more to say next week, but nothing really new for me. <laughs> I'm playing the same shit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, pretty much. Yeah, I did go back to um Visage, the uh yeah. the horror game I was playing. Yeah. Um, the game's the game's good. Um. I think, you know, I said it last last week, I'll say it again, like, this is probably the best PT clone uh, I've ever played. Like, it's... it's You said that about Layers of Fear, so... You, yeah. Again, this over Layers of Fear, for sure. But Layers of Fear is not really a PT clone. Layers of Fear is more uh, of its own thing. Okay. Um, this, th- this takes... This is directly inspired by PT. Okay. Um... But not not in a way that's like, man, you just copied PT, huh? Like it, it there, there are moments where it does that, where it's like, wow, it's clearly from PT. But 
it also does a lot of its own unique stuff and it's um it's just it it really fucks with you yeah pretty much it just, it fucks with you and I, I i like it for that um yeah it's just it's genuinely terrifying um i think so the last time i played it i caught a bug which prevented me from progressing so i had to quit and wait for an update um they patched it and then i went back in and um yeah, someone was telling me, like, chapter two, man. Wait until you get to chapter two. That's where it's really fucked. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, got to chapter two. Didn't live up to the hype. Uh, <laughs> uh, that fir- The first one was way better, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it, it, it this game is draining. Um, well, like, is gonna... it just, like, it puts you on edge? Like, that like it's emotionally draining uh or mentally draining and also just like it just doesn't there's not a lot of direction so you get lost yeah, and you're just wandering around last week um so i just gave up i was just like i don't really want to do this anymore great game <laughs> but yeah you still still recommend it though still on that recommended list yeah definitely definitely if you're looking for a if you're looking to get scared this will do it that's good but you're also going to get lost and frustrated. So just know that they, (laughs) they preface it. Like before the game starts, they're like, Hey, this game is difficult and frustrating. So may, uh, so have your bearings. And I was like, okay, cool. It's nice. They warn you. But at the same time now in hindsight, I'm like, well, it's less, it's less hard. It's less difficult than it is just fucking like frustrating. So, um, that's, that's what they should have said. Yeah. But yeah, I I like it though. It's um it's really it's it's more to it than than PT. It's like yeah. PT if PT was like a puzzle game. Mhm. So I hear. Well, I'm glad you still liked it. And uh that might be worth checking out. If I want to check it out for a while, probably wait till it's on sale or something. Yeah. I'm just like I'm playing I'm I'm so comfortable with the games I'm already playing, but I, I wanna start playing some more shit. So I have more to talk about every week. I'm still yeah. playing the same shit I was last week. Maybe I'll pick up that Pokemon DLC. So I have something else to talk about. Yeah. I'm hoping to finish Watch Dogs this week and Yeah. Start up on Assassin's Creed. So Oof, that'll be a fun one to talk about. Yeah. I said sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> but well, here's my beef with, with with Assassin's Creed. Like, I'm not, I'm not uh, ashamed to admit it, but I feel like Assassin's Creed and most Ubisoft games have this like kind of copy paste open world design, and I feel like Assassin's Creed like does that the worst. Uh, granted, I haven't played some of their more recent games. I haven't played Origin or Odyssey, and I heard those were solid. So yeah. maybe I'll go back and give those a try. Everyone tells me they're closer to like more action RPGs than they are like older Assassin's Creed games. Good if you like take a break for a while. Like I took yeah. a break from those open world games and then got back into them heavy this year for no particular yeah. reason other than I missed out on a bunch of games. So now I'm playing catch up. Red Dead yeah. was the other one. Red Dead Redemption 2 I was also playing this year. Okay. Um, maybe that's just it then. It's just burnout. I got to give it a minute to recollect my bearings and get back into it. Yeah, because I did. I did play a bit of Odyssey, and yeah, I, I did enjoy that. So yeah, that's good. Uh, but let's let's talk about the reason everybody came in here. Uh, we got some new information on the next gen series of systems. 
Uh, most of the stuff we've already talked about before, but now we can recontextualize it because we have it's so close, dude. Like it's it's so close. And and we talked about this before. Like, still no one's like talking about it. Like a lot of YouTubers got an early hands-on. They kind of all just touch on the same thing. Which I want to know more about it. It's coming out, like we have the Xbox coming out November 10th, so like three days. And we have the PS5 coming out November 12th, like less than a week. And I, I just want to know more about it, dude. But I feel like everyone just has the same shit to say. Yeah, it's more so the... It's Both of them are like hiding things still. But mm. it's more so like PlayStation's been like... Okay, like you can you can show the the embargoes up, guys, but you can't talk about this, this, or this. And I'm like, and then like these like outlets are still putting out reviews, but not like telling people. Like I watched the uh, the Game Informer review, yeah, and they took footage from they took footage from the official like PlayStation videos, and yeah, then like spliced it that. into their shit. And I'm like, wait, this isn't your video. This is like other video but you're not like telling people this is not your video so i don't know it was it was weird yeah but... i saw that too it is really weird and it sucks it's like you know we don't have one so it's not like we could go over it uh yeah. we could really touch up on some of the same shit that's going on um you know same i want price i Sorry. wanted to like i wanted to do an overview over of yeah? the 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 two consoles okay all uh, right the, the four consoles actually because Here's the problem. This shit's fucking confusing, man. All right. Yeah. Like, not everyone oh, yeah. is uh, in tune with the games like we are. Yeah. I mean, I imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you're pr- you probably know your shit, right? But yeah, but the average consumer, you know, the person buying it for their kid, they're not gonna fucking know. Like, yeah. What's going and, on? And um, the Xbox stuff is extremely confusing because the name is bad. Um, yes what the fuck was up with those names they already had like <laughs> an xbox one s an xbox one x and now it's the series s the series x like what dude why actually like, i think if you like if you go on like amazon and you just search xbox the xbox one s is like the first thing and it's actually not... here, i just did it i just did it here yeah, if you just put an Xbox on Amazon, Xbox One S comes up. Xbox One S comes up. That's the second. It's the first two are Xbox One S, then Minecraft Dungeon, an ad, another Xbox One S, Game Pass, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, a gift card, an Elite Series Two controller. Uh, where the fuck is the series? Like, not even on the first page. I, t- I literally typed in Xbox Series S and the One S still showed up as the first thing. And the Series <laughs> X is like right underneath it. I don't know. Are they are they out? Okay, there we go. The Series S is there. It's like the fourth option. It's the One S, the Series X, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Then it's the One S again. Then yeah. it's the Series S. <laughs> yeah. So, like Christ, like but I think most people uh, are not most people are not going to know what to look for. They're just going to type in Xbox, yeah, and that the series the new consoles don't even come up on the first page, um, which is fucking ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, this stuff's super confusing. 
It is super confusing, and like uh, that's one thing I always hate about Microsoft is their naming conventions have always been fucking stupid. And and not just that, but like there's two versions of each of those models, right? There's like a digital and a physical one. Yeah, yeah. Series S and X. So already Microsoft has like four consoles. The naming conventions fucking dumb and confusing, and each one does something different. Like it's so. Granted, so Sony's a little bit better. I mean, it's super simple. PlayStation Four, the newest one's PlayStation Five. Like easy to remember. Then there's a yeah. digital one and a physical one, but. I feel like I, I get what Microsoft's trying to do. They're trying to have more models out there so they can cater to more people. You know, the Series X is going to be like the powerhouse one. That's the one that that's the system you buy to justify buying your 4K TV. I get it. But, you know, the average consumer is like not going to know that. Like they're not going to know the differences in performance, the difference in graphical fidelity. And it's it, it's they, they should have called it something else. That's just that they should have called it something else to make it more obvious initially. Yeah. Even even just searching PlayStation on Amazon, the PS5 doesn't even come up. Yeah, I'm um, not surprised by that. Like, it's hard to get. Like sorting now. this stuff. It says sorted yeah. by featured, but until the bestseller. Yeah, weird. But so I don't know. I kind of just wanted to um, just talk about like the differences between these consoles. If anyone's if anyone's trying to make a purchasing decision here and they're like, oh, which one should I get? Which one should I get? Um, yeah, let's just let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, um, um, starting with like price, like if, if you're just looking straight up like a price, like what to pick up. I mean, the Series S is going to be the cheapest one, like two ninety nine. So, yeah, if that's an exciting factor, that's it right there. But, but okay, so the Series S is a digital only. Yes. console and yes. the hard drive the hard drive is what like 512 yes which is weird because like i get you know it's a solid state drive don't get me wrong you know the the, the performance is there but dude 512 for an all series console like especially since like now that we know these games uh because the one s can run 4k right or am i making that up yeah uh I think it'll upscale, but not like not native 4K. Yeah. Okay, so so not. I was thinking something else then, because you know if it's all digital, just downloading those games, the 4K textures alone are going to set your back set back your memory so hard. Yeah. But if it's not well, native one 4K, it's just upscaling, then maybe it won't be as bad. But still, 512 isn't shit. Like. Yeah, and especially since, like, if you wanted to expand that, if you wanted to get that two terabyte uh, expansion drive, that's another, what, 200 bucks? So now you're already, you've already spent more than it would have cost to just get a Series X. Yeah. It's $499. Yeah, you might as well just get the X at that point. And that's that's what's ridiculous is these two options. Like, one doesn't seem... I don't see the point in having the so, Series S. I think if you're just getting one for like your kid, maybe get the Series S. And maybe, but that kid's gonna come bitching in like a month where he doesn't have enough data to download his shit. No, he's especially not. He's since enough. with, well, especially like let's say like let's say you're savvy, you know, you get the One S for your kid because it's the cheaper console. You get Game Pass because you know it's a good deal. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. 
like it'll be constantly deleting and redownloading stuff. Like it's, I mean, it's not, that's so bad. It's a first world problem for sure. But at that point I would rather just get the X just for the better memory. Yeah. But uh, that's also the, the thing with it. The X is the most powerful out of the, out of the three, the, the PS five um, and the two Xbox. Models, so the most look, I didn't put, I didn't put specs on here because yeah. it's really insignificant at least at this oh, point yeah. i mean they're based they, all both all, both consoles are basically the same thing or at least in terms of the series x and the ps5 they're basically the same thing the only difference is the series x has a faster gpu really um, i thought it was more to it than that no they're all running the, they're actually all running the same exact hardware Oof. Okay. It's, never mind, it's, then. it's just the Series X is slightly faster. Okay, um, then I take. And then back. we have no idea what like we have no idea what effect that's going to have on the games, which probably none, um, except for like stuff that's built specifically for Series X might look incredible. Yeah. Compared to like PS5's native shit, but who like okay. that we don't even know yet. So yeah. I don't think that's much of a factor see. right now. Yeah. Um, one good thing to note about the price of these things, or at least the Xbox, they have a payment plan option. Yeah, um, I heard about that. Xbox All Access. So if you buy a um, Series S, um, you can pay $25 a month uh, across 24 months. No upfront costs, 0% APR. Um, same thing with the Series X. I think that's 35 Yeah, $35 a month. Um so if that's a more appealing option to you, you know, paying it off like over time, um, that that could be, you know, that could be worth it. And that and that also comes with uh, Game Pass Ultimate uh, subscription. So I mean, that, that kind of pays for itself. Like I, I actually like that Xbox is doing that. It is. It's not a bad idea, and I like that too. Like that was something I was I was concerned about when I heard about that. But no zero interest. You have the full package there. You have Game Pass, Xbox Live. Like yeah, that's pretty dope. I I I would take advantage of that if I was getting an Xbox. Which honestly, real talk here. I'm kind of I might be jumping ahead, but bear with me. Yeah. Uh, One big thing that I think separates Xbox and PlayStation are the services available. Uh, You know, PlayStation has PlayStation Plus, which is a great service don't get me wrong but xbox game pass though <laughs> is so good like yeah. a very low monthly cost and you can bundle it with uh xbox live if you want xbox live and get a cheaper price for both of them if you bundle them together but it's a very inexpensive price about the same cheaper than netflix and you have this huge access to all of these games and now with uh Microsoft owning Bethesda, you have all these Bethesda games on there that 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 not only already exist but will exist later when Bethesda releases them. They'll be coming right to Game Pass. It's like, dude, yeah. you can't beat that. Like, you can't beat that. That's an awesome, awesome so, service. And Sony doesn't have that. I would say for the if you're looking to buy, if you're trying to decide what to buy, and money is a factor. Definitely look at the Xbox mm-hmm. because they 
not only do they have the cheaper console, but Game Pass is just a subscription model. You pay $15 a month, all-you-can-eat buffet of just games. So if you're just yeah. looking to play, you, you know, with any, like, all-you-can-eat buffet-style thing, you get as much as you can eat. Like, if you, yeah. if you ain't eating, then it's not going to pay off. So you got to eat. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but unlike all-you-can-eat buffet, though, um it's if it, you find its value very quickly yeah yeah like 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 when i got game pass and it was like oh outer world outer worlds is on there i mean that game's still like 50 bucks i got to play it get my fill from it and then move on to something else like already if you play like one game a month which let's be honest you're probably not you're gonna be playing more than that yeah but if you play one game a month on game pass already worth it it pays for itself right then and there. Yeah. But, you know, some people just don't have time for... Yeah. I mean, even if you're playing one game a month, yeah. Like, even if it's one game a month, it's still $60 you did not pay. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what's great about it. And it's I think it's... To, to, to counteract that, I think it's better if people don't have time. Because, you know, if you don't have time to play a game, it's going to suck when you go out, you buy a new game day one. And you don't have time to play it, or if you do have time to play it, it's like little spurts in between. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but there's some people who like, you know, I just play Destiny and that's it, and they'll just play like whatever MMO. Like, you gotta understand, like subscription model games, like these games want you to just play them forever, and that be the only game you're playing. So like Destiny and like the anthems and the the Elder Scrolls online and the like. De- the yeah. Ubisoft games, pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, which is fine, but like, if you're not into that, if you're like, you know, I want some variety, especially if you have an Xbox, because Bethesda, Microsoft owns Bethesda and Obsidian, and um, one other studio. I'm, I'm for that. My mind's blinking, but oh, you know, three four three is another one. You know, Double the fine. Halo games. Um, Rare. Double Fine. Rare, exactly. Uh, if you like Gears of War, you know, all those games are Xbox exclusive and they're all coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Like, it's great. Like, already, like, you, you can talk about, like, I, I have talked constantly that, you know, what makes a console for me are the exclusives. But when you're getting those exclusives with a monthly subscription, like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the other thing that Xbox has is uh, cloud gaming. Yes. Um, the X Cloud. So if you don't even if you don't even want to buy an Xbox, you can stream all those games, all the yes. games we just listed. Mm-hmm. You can stream to uh, like any device, not any device. Is it only on like Android right now? Um, I think it's on Android and Windows, but I don't think Apple's doing it because Apple's doing their weird thing. Yeah, I think they're planning on doing Apple, but yeah. Um, yeah, Those so of you don't you... know, there, there's like this weird situation where Apple's like, oh, well, we can't rate every individual game, so it breaches our terms of service. Yeah. Even though they, they you could make the same argument, they can't rate every individual movie that Netflix puts out, but whatever. <laughs> That's besides the point. Apple's just going to keep being Apple. Um, but yeah, like again, like to read what you said, if cost is a big factor for you, fuck, like this is the the most cost-effective way to get into the next-gen systems and play those games as they come out because with just that Game Pass subscription, you have a huge library 
once you take that Xbox home. All you gotta do is wait for the download time. Yeah. Which you know, if you're not, if you if you have if you're in an area where there's spotty internet, that that could be a huge factor. But that's why we're here to tell you that you know. Um, but even then, like with the way gaming is now, day one patches, even for games that are on disc, having spotty internet's gonna fuck up your experience anyway. But this is a thing to think about. Like, uh, it took me a while to hop on that Game Pass train. You have been talking it up forever, for like a year straight. You're talking it up. Just get it on Game Pass. Just get it on Game Pass. Why don't you get Game Pass? But I, I but when I finally did it, dude, I finally stuck my heels and I'm like, fuck, I never want this to end. This is great. <laughs> this is a great too. subscription. This is an age well, the medium available December 10th. <laughs> Uh, oh. We talk about that later, but um, yeah, it's not uh, <laughs> not December ten anymore. Now uh, it is not. A lot of games got postponed, which we will talk about later. Um, so, Sony, I don't, I don't want to shit talk like Sony the whole time because they do have some pretty good, some pretty good stuff. Their, their PlayStation Plus collection is a really good deal. You already have that PlayStation Plus subscription to play online. You get those two free games a month plus this huge like collection of like what like twenty something games. Yeah, twenty. The last gen games. Yes, that's nothing I want to talk on. They're all last gen games. Granted, they're supposed to have better performance to run the PS5, but they're still last gen games. Mortal Kombat X, not 11, which just came out, but X. Um, last of Us 1 is on there. Not Last of Us 2, Last of Us 1. Yeah. Now, look, uh, I will say... Yeah. If you if you haven't played any of these games, um, if you if you haven't played any of these games, then the, the clear advantage is Sony has the better games, right? Like yeah. I'm not gonna sugarcoat yeah. it. Yeah, there's, they've there's got the better a, games. Yeah, for every like Halo, Microsoft puts out. Sony puts out God of War, Spider Man, fucking um, Last of Us. Anything yeah. like Naughty Dog puts out, like, let's be honest here. If we're talking just pure, like, quality, Sony's got it. But quantity, Microsoft's got quantity. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you just want to play games, man, um, go Game Pass. Uh, yeah. But if you want to play, like, some real blockbusters, um, Sony's got those. Even though they're last-gen games, uh those are some of the the best games of the generation. So. Yeah, like there's still some good games on there, man. Like again, like Last of Us is a fucking like that's a classic. I think people controversial opinion. I think people will be talking about Last of Us and Last of Us Two in like 10, 20 years, the same way we talk about like Mario and Tetris. Like today, yeah, I really yeah. think so. Um, and I don't think it's a controversial opinion to say that now that I now that I said it out loud. Yeah. But um, but again, like these are last gen games. Like these are games that have already come out. People have played and enjoyed Bloodborne's on it. That game came out like what, like five, six years ago. Like, you know, Bloodborne, like, there's some, yeah. like there's some old games on there, which is fine. They're still good games, but here's, here's the, here's my, my, uh, my, uh, my devil's advocate. To Dominic, that. Dominic Schmidt in the chat. You know, we do this live. GameRoast.com slash Twitch. GameRoast.com slash YouTube. What up, Dom? Um, I want, uh, if you disagree with me, like, tell me this, but if you're upgrading from a PS4 to PS5, let's say you've been, like, a Sony fan, you've had PlayStation Plus already, chances are you've already played most, if not all, of these games, man. Like, 
Yeah. Like, like looking through the list, like, where is that fucking list? Hold on. But there was a list here, list. and now there's not. So, oh no, this site is just broken. But just, just from from memory, I pulled up the list now. But just from what I know from memory, I have already played uh, most of them. Bloodborne, I already played. Fallout Four, Final Fantasy Fifteen, God of War, Infamous. Uh, Last of Us, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Uncharted 4, Until Dawn. Most of those games were either free on PlayStation Plus or were like these huge Sony games that if you had a PlayStation 4, you bought that game. So I think these are great if you're like moving up, if you're moving from Xbox to PlayStation. That's great. You have all these great games that Sony has to offer. But if you already had a PlayStation 4 going up to PS5, Chances are most of these games aren't going to like interest you. Like, and that's what's so hard. And this is coming from someone who like, you know, I'm not, I don't have all the time in the world to play all these games. So it's not like I'm some, some gamer with no life. Like, you know, I have a wife, I have a full-time job. And in the time between that, I still found time to play these games as they've come out. That's how old these games are. And if I'm, I don't think I'm in the minority saying that. And I don't think it's a controversial opinion to say that. That most people, if you had a PlayStation 4, you probably already played most, if not all, of these games. Yeah. So I, I want to ask again, like, who is that for? You know what I mean? It's for the newcomers. Yeah. That's much. what it sounds like. And then they also have um they also have PlayStation Now, which is their streaming service. Oof, um, we can talk about that. <laughs> it's not PlayStation Now isn't isn't that bad. I've <sighs> um I've used it a little bit and it's like the thing is it's PS3 games mostly. Yeah. Um they've started adding uh there's a few PS4 games on there. I know um like The Last of Us Remastered is on there. Um Beyond Two Souls is on there or uh what was the other one? Detroit is on there. Yeah. You have a few PS4 games. I I haven't played PlayStation Now in a while. I remember trying it when it first came out, and it was dog shit. Um, But apparently, they've improved it a lot since then, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. If it's improved, it might be worth looking into. Yeah. But again, dude, like how much is PlayStation Now? Like $15 a month? $10 a month? It's expensive. It's a lot. Exactly. For the same price. Actually, you know what? Let's look it up right now, because I don't want to be wrong here. PS Now cost... Ooh, twenty dollars a month for a, if you do the per month subscription. Twenty dollars a month, you can pay a hundred dollars for a year. See, now, and that's the thing pass. with Game Pass. You can get Game Pass, and you get not only do you get an all-you-can-eat buffet of games you can just download, but you also get the cloud gaming is included with that. Yup, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like we're talking just cost versus benefit here, dude. Like. It makes Sony, it makes PS Now look like a sub, like a subpar service. Like, there's yeah. there's no comparison. Game Pass is the better service, and it's and it sucks that Sony's kind of sticking to their guns here. That like, no, like we're gonna stick with what we're doing. And it's it's like, dude, I don't know. You can't you can't compete with that. Like, you have nothing to compete with that with. So again, that comes down to it. If cost is the issue, like Xbox has got the better. If you're talking about cost, if you're talking about just quality, like value to how many games you're getting, 
It's got it. You can argue it's got the quality too because Bethesda's already announced like all their games are going to come to Game Pass. Yeah, and all quality. the Obsidian games are going to come to Game Pass. Like, like, like if we want to talk quality too. Like we got we got a bunch of quality games coming out to Game Pass. You're gonna have to pay a dime for them. When Elder Scrolls Six comes out, I can play it without having to drop sixty dollars to go get it. I can play that game day one without having to pay sixty dollars. When um. If another Doom sequel comes out, I can play that day one without having to go pay uh, $60. Yeah. Granted, I won't be getting, like, you know, God of War Ragnarok, but, dude, like, there's some quality games out there. Just, you pay this little subscription a month and you still get them. (laughs) Like, uh, and this is coming, I'm 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 not a Microsoft guy. I've been a Sony guy for years now. And even I can see the value on like what Sony's bring, what Xbox is bringing to the table here. Yeah. So then, like, what else do these things do? Um, yeah. Series S and X have this thing called Quick Resume. Yes. Which is fuck it, which is really cool. It allows you oh, yeah. to just jump, like, quickly jump between multiple games without having to quit them or reload them. So, you know, you can be playing Gears of War. And someone will send you an invite to Halo and you're like, all right, let me load up Halo. And you jump into Halo for a couple rounds. And then you're like, all right, that was some good Halo. And you jump back into Gears and it picks up right where you left off. Mm-hmm. You don't have to save your game and like quit. It just, as you jump right back in where you load off, just basically like a save state. And you can do that with up to, I think I've seen like up to five or six games at a time, just jumping in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, which is really cool. Um, it is cool. Um, like recently, I on PS4, I played through, um, like we just said, I played through uh, Spider Man, mm-hmm. I played through uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and The Last of Us Part Two. I played through all of those without ever quitting the game, without ever like just putting them in suspend, just trusting, you know, trusting the system. To mm-hmm. suspend my game properly and trusting the autosaves. Um, but the entire time I was playing those games, I could not load up anything else if I wanted to yeah. just continue. Um, so, you know, if we wanted to play some Fall Guys, which, like, is fun, but, like, I can only take, like, two or three rounds of Fall Guys before I'm, like, done. Um, it would be nice if I could just, like, load up some Fall Guys, get a couple rounds in, and just jump right back into Final Fantasy without yeah. dro- without dropping like without having to wait through the splash screens and load times and all that shit exactly um, and th- th- i love that feature about it do you know if it only works for games or like any like onboard app like like let's say i'm playing a game wife comes home she wants to watch netflix i'm boot up netflix and then when she's done just get right back to my game um I, that's a good question I mean, it'll yeah. it'll suspend your game. So if she like loads up Netflix, it's not going to break your game. Yeah. Um. But like you're saying, like, will Netflix pick up where it left off if you jump back into Netflix? I mean, probably not. There's like I no load times in Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, Netflix doesn't load like, and shit. Yeah, like I, that's what I mean. Like I don't care about Netflix, but yeah, like you know, even that's a good feature. You know, like let's say like you're playing, you know, you're playing your game, you got to go to work. Imagine this scenario: you got you're playing your game, you know, you, you suspend it for the night. You got work in the morning. You go to work in the morning, do your thing. You come home, play the game a little bit. Then you remember, oh, uh, 
you know, the new episode of the Mandalorian dropped today. So you stop your game, watch Mandalorian. That was a good episode. Get right back to your game. Like that's, yeah. that's so convenient. Like that's yeah. awesome. Again, like as a, as a, as an adult, as a working adult, like this, these, these features are fucking awesome. Like that is something I love to hear. Like as I got older, I started to value convenience more. And I love seeing that. That's so cool. And then the, the PS5's big new feature is that DualSense controller, mm-hmm. which, which um, sounds fucking awesome. Like, I am sad that I cannot try that right now. Um, it's not from the looks, from the sounds of people saying about it, it sounds extremely revolutionary. Like, it sounds like the next big thing. It sounds like this is going to be a thing that everyone's going to copy. Like, I'm sure Xbox is going to have a thing that will do this. So like, explain what DualSense is, because I thought it was like okay, it's um, which is like HD Rumble, but I've been told it's more than that, a lot more than that. It's HD Rumble, but what if it fucking worked? What if it did the thing? Okay. <laughs> like, what if it did exactly what they said it would do? Um, that's DualSense. And what if it did that and more? So like, um, it has it's haptic and it's um tension triggers. So the haptics, the vibration is basically when it vibrates, it actually feels like it's vibrant. Like when your character is walking on like sand versus glass versus stone, you can feel the the subtle differences in the vibration it, that 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 texture would feel like if you were walking okay. on it. Or that is cool. Like if you're pulling back a bow, you would feel the tension and the trigger like get tighter as you drew the bow. Um uh, and they said, okay. from what people were saying, it's like it, incredible. And it actually it actually works. Like that's the most incredible thing. It actually works, and it makes a difference. Yeah. Um. The Verge has a really good video on it where they actually they're they're playing Ashu's Playroom, and they put the controller to like a really sensitive like ASMR mic, so you can hear the difference in the vibration audibly. Um, versus Ooh. when he's walking on, he's walking on sand and he's walking on glass and you can actually hear it. And it sounds like he's walking on sand and glass from the vibration. Um, it's like, it's Ooh, crazy. Check that yeah. Check that out. It sounds cool as shit. Okay. Um, so that's cool. It's good to hear. It's not just a gimmick. Yeah. Um, the, the thing is, is cool. though, the thing is how many, this is a third, this is a feature that third parties are going to have to take advantage of yes, um, i'm glad you brought that up <laughs> from what i heard from what i heard even in spider-man it sounded like spider-man wasn't really like spider-man did have it did use the feature but it seemed like from what i heard about it it wasn't as it wasn't as uh revolutionary that like their their yeah their implementation in spider-man wasn't as good as like the showpiece and astro's playroom was gotcha. um so I, I was about to bring that up too, because like if it's up to devs to like work it in, like you know, if you're like Ubisoft, you know, you're making multiple versions of your game, like how much are you really going to use that feature? Yeah, but unless like, Sony like wants to give them a kickback, like hey, here's some money, like use that feature. Yeah, but like I I've heard some really cool like scenarios brought up where it's like if you're playing Hitman and you're like strangling a dude and you pull the trigger and it gets tight before it bottoms out. And then when his neck snaps, it like you can feel it snap in the trigger. Like that'd be fucking like Ooh. cool. Um, like cool. stuff like that is like, or like when you're like shooting a weapon and you like feel it like you can feel it click in your hand or, or some shit. Or like when you're out of ammo, it, there's a different feeling to the trigger pull than when you yeah. like. 
um, like you can like eliminate UI in a way that um, like you're casting magic and then you're like your magic is gone. It'll feel different. Shit like that. I don't know. Um, there's, yeah, there's, there's cool a, lot, a lot of ways to use it. It just comes down to like how they use it. And yeah, I'd love to see that. I mean, like, I don't want to be the devil's advocate here, but you know, the Wii U had a lot of really cool ideas too that nobody used. So, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, we'll, we'll see thing. what happens. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, granted, Sony's got a bit more market pull, I would say now than what Nintendo did when they released the Wii U. Yeah. Um. So we'll have to wait and see what they do with it. I'm excited to see what happens next. Like, anytime mm-hmm. there's new gaming stuff, dude, I get excited. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh, one thing that does bum me out, though, and this was next in a... We had talked about this a couple weeks ago, I remember. Um, oh, excuse me, the hiccups. But uh, Jim Ryan, the CEO of PlayStation, had, uh, said that VR will not be a meaningful part of gaming. Actually, this is new, actually. So, um, yeah. <laughs> he actually... We we might have like touched on this a little bit, but he yeah, actually came out and confirmed I mean. this. Like we were uh, talking about, like nobody was was promoting VR. Nobody had talked about VR when they were showing off the PlayStation. So we were like, "What is it not happening?" And sure enough, there it is. Uh, they did admit that uh, it will be it will remain for backwards compatible with PS4 titles, but you'd be playing the PS4 version. So yeah, like the his... example he gave was like No Man's Sky. You had to fully install the PS4 version of No Man's Sky to play in VR. But you wouldn't have the PS5 benefits that that comes with unless you had the PS5 version installed too. Yeah, so PS5 lets you. Here's this is fucking crazy, dude. So PS5 yeah. lets you install both versions of those games. So like, if you go to like the No Man's Sky page, you can install the like it's going to have a PS5 version. They've you know they've already shown that. Yeah. Um, you can install the PS5 version of that game, but you can also install the PS4 version uh, for whatever reason. I know that this game has a specific reason because if you want to use those VR features at all, then you're going to need that PS- PS4 version exactly. installed. But um, like for other games, I'm not sure why you would want to do that unless there was like a very specific reason. Uh it's it's weird though because I know Xbox it just gives you like oh you're on you're on a Series S okay here's that version oh you're on a you're on a Xbox One here's that version oh you're on a Series X here's that version it just it just feeds you whatever you you need at that time because uh, it knows what you have what you're running yeah and that's that's weird to me like yeah I, I don't see why you'd want to have multiple versions on your PS5 um, this VR stuff is insane to me not insane but it it, it shows what their i don't know the future of yeah i well i don't know it i've always said that that biggest crutch that playstation vr seemed half-assed from the beginning because yeah. they were using ps3 peripherals uh mm-hmm. and they're like vr implementate like i don't know why they like their whole thing just needs to be reworked which i'm sure they're planning on right yeah. Um, like they're planning on like just a huge revamp and rework of VR just for PS5. They like they have to be because the biggest crutch of that thing was the fucking PlayStation Move controllers, which like where we're where we're at in VR, that's not that's not the play. So, uh, I, I yeah, I think this is, is I don't know. It's a weird choice to just have it not work at all. But yeah, 
I mean, that's why we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they'll implement something else later, but it seems like everyone's cashing out of VR right now, which is a bummer because I think VR has some really cool ideas. And I think it, it could have been something revolutionary if everyone stuck with it. I mean, it's still pretty big in the PC space, so maybe it'll see a comeback if it becomes more popular on PC. But yeah, we'll wait and see, man. Um, it is weird to me, though. To I mean, it's it's still there, but you got to download like an older version of the game to do it. And then keep both versions installed on exactly. your system, which is the thing. I mean, like and, hard drive space is limited yeah. as it is. So to install two versions too. of the same game is just fucking insane. Exactly. And I got to ask too, like, would progress carry over between the two games? Because like, if you have like, like on PC, for example, if you have like oh, yeah. Kingdom of Amalur Reckoning and Kingdom of Amalur Re-Reckoning Edition, they're two different games. You don't carry over your progress on them. Or, you know, Control versus Control Ultimate Edition. Exactly. Like, so Which... what's going to happen there? Like, would the progress carry over? Or are you just like, you're gonna have two different campaigns going if you want one VR and one like PS5. That's like, interesting. I, I didn't even think about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I thought of when I heard this. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I know games like No Man's Sky might implement something because of that feature, but maybe not. Like we don't know. Like it's not up to them to do it. Yeah. There's no one like twisting their arm telling them to do it. So maybe, you know. And they're different games too. Like that's the thing; they are different games. So why would progress carry over? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, hopefully, we'll get some more information on that, but we'll see. But at least PS Five has a VR solution, even if it's not great. Um, mm-hmm. Xbox doesn't at all. So if you're looking to buy any of these consoles, and VR is a factor whatsoever, then PS Five, even you know, it'll do it. But you're gonna have to jump through some hoops. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, moving on. Vape pens. <laughs> Why'd you put yeah. this here? <laughs> oh, this is important. People need to know this. Uh, you know, I think there's a lack of this information out there, and people need to know. Uh, the Xbox Series X is confirmed. Uh, will charge your vape pens, and the console does not. The console can be off. Yes. Well, the PlayStation will charge your vape, but the console needs to be on. <laughs> yes. So if that's a deciding factor for anyone, now you know. Which, joking aside, it really could be. <laughs> it could be, yeah. I know, I mean, you know the Switch. Like the are super similar. So. The Nintendo Switch was doing it before uh, anyone. So. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see then. Um, moving on to our quickies, kind of. Because there's a lot to go over. Yeah. Um, PS5 will not support SSD storage expansion at launch. So uh, okay, actually, I want to go back a little bit. Oh um, yeah. The uh, I didn't put this in the thing because it wasn't really confirmed yet. But uh, the quick resume thing. Uh, Giant Bomb said that they they received like this thing they were like talking about the series x and they said that the quick resume would not be ready at launch for series x games but backwards compatible games would be so again i couldn't find anywhere that confirmed that information but 
just know that quick resume might not be ready. Like there were people that they, they were testing the consoles and they were testing out quick resume and it wasn't working. And then they found out, oh, it's disabled for like last minute. They disabled the quick resume feature like for everyone. And then they had like a note that said, hey, it's not going to be ready at launch. So it's, calm down. It's we're working on it. So. Um, but yes, so now also the PS5 will not support a feature. Their SSD storage expansions will not. I, I guess they just disabled it in the firmware. So even if you put something in the slot, uh, which they've, they've showed the the break the console breakdown. They show if you remove like the top panel, um, you can easily get to the uh, SSD expansion slot and just slot in a uh, you know, an M.2 uh, standard M.2 SSD in there. Um, yeah, they said it's disabled, entirely disabled, and uh. In the firmware, they said this is reserved for a future, a future update, basically. So, um, disappointing if you're if you're buying any of these consoles and uh, you're not, you know, if you're if you're carrying over, especially if you're carrying over, like if you got a huge PS4 library that you just want to copy over, you want to copy over all your save data, and um. You know, you were planning on just throwing something in there. I remember Mark Cerny said that there was going to be, um, there's going to be rated drives for for the thing. But as far as I know, there's no drives that are rated yet. There's not like there's going to be an approved list. He said, um, yeah, Cerny suggested off-the-shelf SSDs would need to deliver more than 5.5 gigs a second. Um. I don't think there's anything there that does that yet. Um, did we lose Dick? Is Dick here? Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Hello? There you go. What the fuck happened? <laughs> you know, my my cat was jumping around on my desk. I think she might have like done something. <laughs> All right. I don't know. All right, where but you no, back now? Here. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is disappointing. And then this Verge article kind of breaks down some of the install sizes that are, that have been confirmed already. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and you know, people are already, every video I've looked at that showed the, the PS5 UI and have showed like the storage that they had left, <laughs> even, even before the things even launched, it's always like, yeah, you've got 67 gigs left or, you oh know, my God. <laughs> And I'm like, the things aren't even out yet. I mean, of course, they're, you know, they're downloading everything and trying to demonstrate stuff. But yeah, just a thought, like, you can't expand it at all. Um, another thing that Giant Bomb showed was that you can't even you can't even use an external drive. You, you can hook up ex an external drive like via USB and that'll work fine. But you can't even put um, you can't even put PS5 games on it. Like even just to store, not even just to play off of it, because they already said you can't play games off of them. But even just like to store, like it's just pure storage, just to say like I'm not gonna play this for a while. Just put it on this drive. Um, you can't even do that, which is oh, fucking so ridiculous. Yeah, and like that's that, that's gonna be a huge deciding factor too. Like 
I mean, one, you probably can't even get a PS5 at launch now, let's be honest. Yeah. If you haven't if you haven't dipped in yet, you're probably not gonna get one. But those of those of you who were lucky enough to get one, I mean, have fun with subpar storage until that firmware update goes through. Yeah, which they haven't confirmed a date for that yet. So yep. which they so, haven't even confirmed any drives that'll work for it yet. So even if it did work, you wouldn't even have a drive that would work for it right now. So Yeah. It's um it's just crazy. Like it seems like they're just making shit up as they go along here with these with these launches. Both of them, more more so PS Five than Xbox. As Xbox seems like most of their stuff is ready. Um, yeah, but it's going to be very interesting when people when these things launch, and like there's just millions of people out there banging at it, and just all the issues that we're are going to report it. Like Twitter's going to be hot, dude. Like Twitter is going to be hot. Oh on yeah. The 10th. Oh yeah. A lot of. And we'll we'll be here, dude. We got another, yeah. You know, we got another we got another podcast fucking next week. You know, two days after the PS5 launches, like four days after the Xbox launches. You know, we're we're gonna have a lot of like hearsay from everybody who got one, like what the real deal is. And I'm excited yeah. to hear that because like all these reviewers have theirs, but it's such a small sample size that I've already heard PS5s were crashing in the the Oof. review units. Um. So, like, hopefully they iron all this stuff out before before launch, or there's gonna be a lot of problems. But um, yes, yeah, so that's um, that's that one. Also, so we talked last week that Rockstar bought uh the uh, Crackdown developers. Yep. Now, Take Two, which owns Rockstar, uh, is buying Codemasters. Yes, I did see that. Um, explain, because I don't know what Codemasters has done. <laughs> um, well, okay, according to uh, Reuters here, which is not a video game site, it's more like a business site, but Codemasters is known for its Formula One games for the PlayStation oh, 4. Um, I explained, so I don't know about them. Well, no, I'll tell you they this they these guys don't know video games at all. This was written by someone who doesn't know what Code They just YouTube searched Codemasters and just saw the first thing that popped up. Codemasters they do the dirt games, um, dirt dirt rally. Um, they do do Formula One, yeah. but they don't only make PlayStation Four games. I don't know why they put for the PlayStation Floor Four, um, but yeah, they do the they do racing games. For all consoles, not just PS4. But <laughs> um, looking at their repertoire, I see they did some of the Overlord games too. So um, I don't know. Maybe with Take Two buying them out, we might see some like Overlord games coming out now because there hasn't been a new one since like twenty. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants. That. <laughs> I've never, I've never played Overlord, but I've heard there's a fan base for them. I'd imagine they're they're gonna bring them in to. You know, like they're getting these developers who are good at a certain thing. Like the crackdown guys are good at open world. Um, Codemasters is good at driving. Um, it seems like maybe they're trying to create. They're just trying to bring in like the professional, like some good professionals who are good at their craft to just focus on creating like like if they're making like another GTA game. You know, you get some a lot of guys who are good at making a world. You get a lot of guys who are good at making car shit. 
Um, you know, maybe they'll bring in like the guys who make black and get some good guns in there. <laughs> See, like now here's the thing. Like we were joking around, like, you know, if like the, the quality of games in the next generation warrants the uh, price bump. But if this is what like if this is what Rockstar is trying to do. It might be worth the extra ten dollars to get that next gen game. Yeah. If we could have like a Grand Theft Auto that has like everything like perfected and as like good as it could possibly be. Yeah, because they're always like lacking in like the driving, especially in those games, um, is always like people. That's like one of the most criticized things, like the driving in those games and the like the movement, uh, like the walking. The, the movement's really awkward because like it's trying to do that like realistic like Uncharted style movement where like everything feels really weighty and realistic. Yeah. But it's like too weighty and too realistic. It comes off really awkward and stiff. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So it'll be cool to see, like, you know, if they have other developers come in who perfected, like, these specific features and have them working on just that for that game. That might be pretty cool to see, man. I'd be excited to see what happens. Or, you know, maybe they're just doing, maybe just making business moves. Codemasters is like, they're they're not like in trouble. Like they've been yeah. doing well for themselves. So it's not yeah. like you know, those crackdown games, not so much. Uh but Codemasters is like huge. So that's a that's a big one. So interested to see exactly. to see where that goes. Exactly. And that'll that'll be cool to see like where they go with it. You're right. Maybe they are just Maybe they are just um, just making moves right now, but we'll see. Um, we know who's not doing good though. Sega Sammy. <laughs> uh, um, they, yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. There's no way around it. They're 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 not doing so hot, and they're calling for 650 staff to voluntarily retire. Uh, yeah. Which. Got me thinking, like, why are you asking them to retire and not just laying them off? And that makes me think that maybe there's, like, you know, if they voluntarily leave. Well, they're you know, going they're to, the- but they, it's nicer if you volunt- if you ask them to volunteer before you just go around yeah. just firing motherfuckers at random, so. It's just, it's, it's shitty like, that it has to happen, but, you know, good on... Uh, good on them for going around to people asking to voluntarily retire. And it's not like they're just telling them, you know, see ya, you know, good luck. Um, people who do applicants have until December 25th to apply and leave the company on February 28th. And the ones who do will receive a payment uh, for like a retirement allowance for leaving the company. And they'll actually support them in searching for a new, new employment. So it's not like they're just getting laid off and left out to dry. Like they're 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 getting a nice settlement package, and they're gonna help them find other employment. Yeah, which which is, which is cool. It's cool of them yeah. to do that. I mean, it's certainly more you would get. It's it's more than you would get in the United States. So yeah, a lot more. <laughs> so, so as shitty as that is, like it's it is nice of them to to do that for their employees that that does go a long way yeah um it just sucks that it's happening i mean it just um from what it sounds like it sounds like they've getting they've been getting hit with this um covid19 has like struck them yeah pretty heavily 
over the past couple months. They actually last week they they um sold off um their arcade uh a significant amount of their of their arcade section. Um yeah. they, had a, they had a huge arcade in Akihabara and they uh they had to close it down. Yeah, um, I heard about that. And it's it sucks that they're getting hit so hard with it. Just another, you know, another fucking cat keeps climbing up on my table. I don't know if you can hear her like, scratching <laughs> up and climbing up here. The other day, she jumped on my computer and turned off my computer while I was playing a game. So I'm trying to make sure she doesn't do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it, it sucks that it's happening. And this is the reality we live in, dude. Like COVID-19 is hitting. Uh, if you didn't think it was real before, like here it is, man. We got, we got huge co- companies like. In, in very bad situations like everyone wants to joke around like oh amc's like going out of business because no one wants to watch movies anymore but this is like this is sega sammy dude like you yeah. know sega's been around forever this is a merger of sega and sammy software and it's this is shitty to see that happening like especially since like you think like video games are doing great right now but a big chunk of their business does come from like arcades you know Patchislaw, pachinko yeah. And no one's going out and doing that now. It sucks. It's shitty that it's happening, regardless of how you feel about pachinko games. It's shitty that it's happening. And a lot of people are losing work over it. It sucks. So yeah, I, I hope, I hope these guys, you know, hope they find uh, somewhere. Uh, hope they find somewhere better. Yeah, me too. Um, in some good news, though, uh, Bioware did announce the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, yeah. With the trailer, which I mean, we've heard rumors of it already. We've been hearing uh, speculation of it. Uh, I think there was like a leak where the ESRB got like they accidentally leaked there that they had uh, ratings for the game already. Um, this has been like a like a, a well known secret for a while, but it's good to finally get confirmation from Bioware. Um, I am a huge fan of Mass Effect. I have made. I have not lied about that. I have mentioned that a couple times on the show that I love Mass Effect. I play through the trilogy at least once every couple years, and I still love those games. Even Mass Effect One, which people like to shit on a lot, I still love it. Um, and it is cool to see this remaster coming out, or this Legendary Edition coming out. It's supposed to feature. Um, it's gonna be playable on PS4. So the current gen, next gen, and PC. Um, it's going to have updated textures, updated visuals, 4K resolution for systems that support it. Um, it's really cool to see, man. I love me some Mass Effect, and I, I love seeing that this game's coming out. Um, although the pessimist in me is kind of worried because I own Mass Effect on PC already, and I have modded, I, I've modded Mass Effect One for sure, like a lot, to, so the game could run at a better graphic graphically it could look a lot better more on par with what we're seeing now for modern games so i'm wondering like you know how much is this legendary edition really going to improve the visuals you know is it is it going to be better or worse than what a team of modders put up for free you know what i mean i would imagine it's it'll look better um my thing is i don't really care about how it i mean the looks are fine but are they going to like improve? Are they going to be quality of life improvements? Because when you talk about Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, you're talking about like, I don't know, like 10 years worth of game mm-hmm. franchise here where each one, each next game is drastically different than the last. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, that that's one thing. Like, look, what is there to improve? Because granted, Mass Effect 1 had a lot of stuff that could have been that was improved with Mass Effect 2. And yeah. then 2 had a lot of stuff that was improved with 3. But how far back are they going to go? Like, are they going to completely change Mass Effect 1 and have it play more like 3? Or are they going to keep it the same game, you know, warts and all, weird, hilarious physics, uh, funny um, graphical twitches here and there? Um, I don't know. I don't know how far they're going to go with these uh, this remaster here. Um, and for someone who likes Mass Effect, I do love all three games. I love them all to death. And even some of the dumb stuff people don't like about Mass Effect 1, like its archaic uh, inventory system is super annoying. Um the physics engine is fucking hilarious. If you play a biotic and you're like pushing people with your, with your biotic powers, it is hilarious. The ragdoll effects are so goddamn funny in Mass Effect 1. And I would be kind of disappointed if they fixed that, you know? Like, yeah. But at the same time, the Mass Effect, the, the, the ragdoll physics were, were fucking annoying because if someone hit you with that shit, it took you forever to like ragdoll and get back up and you're getting yeah. the shit shot out of you the whole time. Like, I get it. I get like that's there, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of contention there with that. So right now I'm just speculating. Maybe they won't even touch it. It'll just be like some UI changes, some graphical changes. I don't think it's going to be this huge like quality of life improvement like people are expecting it to be. But we'll wait and see, man. They might surprise us. I mean, I mean EA. I mean, we we all know about EA. Like they don't have the the best track record of people doing what people want and uh we'll have to wait and see what they do with mass effect um the thing i'm worried about is i own all three games on origin already um i own them on pc so what's gonna happen for me when that legendary edition comes out am i gonna get like a discount to upgrade the legendary edition uh ea's been pretty good with that stuff like i remember when um I don't know. The only other example I have for that is Burnout, Burnout Paradise. Yeah. Uh, when that remaster came out, it was like five dollars if you already had it on EA. Steam, okay. not so much, but if you had it on okay, Origin, so- it was like five bucks. Okay, so that might be worth looking into then. Maybe if it's like a small dollar amount to improve it, that might be worth looking into. But these are the same people who like who had like a sale, like, oh, get the Mass Effect trilogy now on sale, but they didn't discount the DLC. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder, like, did they say, um, they say those multiplayer modes are going to be in there? Um, right now they confirmed that the uh, DLC is all going to be in there as well as all the uh, promotional um, weapons and armor and stuff, you know, as the pre-order bonuses, so that's all going to be in there, but nothing yet when I was reading about the multiplayer. Hmm. Which is fine for me because I always felt like the multiplayer was kind of shoehorned in anyway. I didn't really feel like it was that worth looking into. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. A lot of people drop yeah. dime on that shit. I'm like, yeah, Ooh, crazy. Actually, I yeah. think I did too. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll see. It's not set to come out till spring 2021, so that's still a long ways away. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited, man. I love me some Mass Effect. Mass Effect Andromeda was kind of disappointing to me for reasons I've already gone into. And I don't want to make this podcast take another hour, <laughs> but you know, it'll be cool to see, man. It'll be cool to see this remaster come out and what they do with it. Um, especially since like, again, I already own it on PC. I've dumped hundreds of hours into it. So I want to see how they handle that transition 
from the standard game to the ultimate editions on PC. Um, but we'll see or the the legendary edition on PC. But we'll see. Um, in other news, Control Ultimate Edition. What are you fucking around with, dog? Jesus, Control. Did you hear that? Like that shit yeah. she like threw. I don't know what that was. She like picked up something and threw it. Um, another news, Control Ultimate Edition, which was supposed to come out at launch, was delayed for next gen systems to early 2021. It's a sad that, news, man. I mean, Control, joking aside, Control is a fun game. Control is a really good game. Yeah. Um, I have talked about it. I really liked it. I still got to go back and finish it because I do like the game. Um, there was some shit they were doing where, you know, you couldn't upgrade to the Ultimate Edition if you already bought the game and all the expansions, which was absolutely ridiculous for them to be doing that. But we'll see. Hopefully. Uh, uh, maybe hopefully maybe they'll find out. a way to fix that with this delay. I don't know. Hopefully. And that's what I'm hoping for. Sorry, my cat keeps fucking throwing stuff everywhere. Jesus, cat. <laughs> She's like, she's been in this mood the past like week where she just like climbs on everything and knocks stuff over. She didn't used to do that. I don't know where it came from, but she knows you can um, get a reaction out of you. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. She's annoying the fuck out of me though. Um, hopefully this delay will fix that. Um, and all, honestly, Control was a good looking game when it came out, dude. And it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be one of the better looking games to come out on the next gen consoles too. Yeah. So I think it'll it'll be worth the wait. It sucks you have to wait, but I think it might be worth it. They can polish it up a little bit more. Um, in other news, and we kind of mentioned this a little bit, uh, the medium got delayed to next gen consoles. Um, Crazy. Yeah, that was supposed to come out this year in December. That got pushed to early 2021. Uh, how early we don't know yet. Uh, could be January. Could be March. We don't know. Um, to those of you who don't know, uh, the medium is a horror game. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, horror game. By Bloober, by the guys that made uh, Layers of Fear. Yeah. Uh, which I know a lot of people have been excited for, especially people who've played and liked Layers of Fear. Um, it was it set looks... to be an Xbox exclusive. It looks creepy as fuck. Let me yeah. And that's the thing, is this was like one of their only... I mean, if not their only exclusive games coming out like launch window. Uh, now they really have nothing. I mean, yeah. aside from like Yakuza, but you can get that elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But Yakuza is going to be on Game Pass. So like, that's cool. But yeah. But I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we talked about this earlier, man. If you want quality, that's what playstation's got but if you want quantity sony ha- or x microsoft has a lot of stuff and but looks like uh when, when something drops off when something gets postponed or shitty like you feel it because they have so little exclusives that when something finally does come out like it's it doesn't quite hit the mark people are expecting uh but we'll have to wait and see man we'll have to wait and see what happens with medium uh set to come out early 2021 um I, I hope it's still I hope it's still pretty it still does pretty well. I mean Bluebird uh Bluebird did some great work with Layers of Fear. I know a lot of people liked it a lot. You liked it a lot. Um so I I would like to see um what they do with that. It when yeah. it does come out, if it was worth that delay. Um 
Also in delays, Everspace 2 was delayed to January 2021. Um, those of you who don't know, Everspace was a like gunship-style uh, game that was kickstarted forever ago. Uh, people have been talking about this game for a while. This has been... It's been one of those games that people have been like really excited to see come out. And it was supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed again to January um, 2021. But hey, it's not that much farther out, man. It's still around the corner. Yeah. This is because of Cyberpunk. So Yeah. Yeah. Those of you who don't, rem- who don't remember, Cyberpunk got delayed again to December 10th. Something like that. Yeah. So now everyone is trying to get out of the way of that game. Yeah. Which I don't blame them for, man. Cyberpunk's going to be a force to be reckoned with once that finally drops. Yeah. I never understood how, um, like, maybe I still don't, but the the crossover of, like, yeah, like, Cyberpunk's going to be very impactful, but, you like, this game, like, Everspace is such, like, a niche that, like, there might be some crossover there, but the people who are going to buy Everspace... You're still going to buy Everspace. Oh, here's another thing about too, though. Uh, sure, that would have worked back in the day. But now with streaming and Twitch, I think they're worried too about like once they release Everspace, they release Everspace, Everspace and Cyberpunk side by side. No one's going to be talking about Everspace for the first yeah. like two months. That makes sense. Like, you know, like if you, if you release this game, like, which is a big deal, Everspace 2, people have been waiting for this game for a while, longer than Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, To finally release that game and Cyberpunk comes and just eats up all of your news. That's all everybody talks about. That'd be detrimental to their game. So that, that's why I'm, I'm not so surprised today. Even there's not a lot of crossover with uh, who's going to buy Everspace, who's going to buy Cyberpunk. The fact that it might hold back a newer fans because all they're going to be hearing about is uh is a uh, cyberpunk by the time everyone's done with that everspace will be new hat or it'll be old hat i can see why they pushed it out um and they're not the only ones to be affected by it man path of exile delayed that their their newest 3.13 update to january 2 and i yep. doubt there's like any crossover between path of exile and uh cyberpunk but you know, here we are. I'm sure when they release that update, they want people to be talking about it. They want people to be streaming it, showing off the new updates features and new updates, um, new updates changes, and that no one's going to be talking about that if they release it the same day as Cyberpunk. Um, but I mean, we'll see, man. Everspace has been something people have been excited for for a long time. Uh, good for them to kind of push up that release window, give themselves the air that they need to release. Uh, same with Path of Exile. Uh, Path of Exile is uh, a really popular game. People have been telling me all the time to play it because I love Diablo. And a ton of people have been telling me if I love Diablo, I love Path of Exile. Dude, install it. Install it. <laughs> I we'll, know. we'll play. Uh... Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I'll check it out. Um, I will install it. You know what? Is it on Steam? I'll just download it right now. And on Steam, it's I'm free. free. There you go. I'll download it right now, and next time I'm free, we'll play it. <laughs> we can play um, it during uh, Extra Life. There you go, which uh, we're doing Monday, right? Yeah. You know what? You might as well download uh, Destiny, too. <laughs> okay. All right. I have that on Battle.net, so re-log into my Battle.net and re-download it. No, you don't, because uh, it's not on Battle.net. 
It's not a battle net. You're right. Fuck. I got that email there. <laughs> Shit. I didn't, I didn't do that transfer they wanted me to do. So I don't think oh, I have. Ah, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> well, it's still free to play, isn't it? Destiny 2? I th- you can still transfer, I think. I think well, Destiny 2 is on Steam now, so I can just play it on there. So Yeah. 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 So there we go. I have that option. Um, we can go over that later, though. But Path of Exile, uh, good for them, postponing it. Again, giving their updates some time to breathe. Uh, because games like this, free-to-play games like that, like, side note, like, they live and die by, like, the popularity of their updates. You know, they get such a huge surge when a new update comes out, and they kind of ride on that momentum until the next one comes out. So if, if that gets hampered by another game coming out... Yeah, just look at Warframe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if that gets hampered by another game coming out and, the, like, fucking eating up all their airtime, like, that would, that would cause some issues, man. Um, other news. I don't know anything about this. Because your notes were kind of vague on it, man. But Apex Legends new battle pass was bad. People rioted, and now it was fixed. Are what the notes I'm seeing here? Oh, uh, um, yeah. What do they do? What was wrong with it? Well, basically, well, basically, uh, no, they they so their their new season came out, and um, you know the game's out on Steam now, and it's big, it's huge now. But the battle pass, the new battle pass that came with it, people were upset because it they just thought it took way too long. It felt like they were just padded it out and tried to like make it take forever to level up. Mm. Um so people were super upset by how long it was taking to level up. Um so they they fixed it. So they outraged. Of course there was outrage about it, and then they saw it. They're fixed they fixed they're fixing it. They fixed it. So they fixed it. That's good. I'm glad they fixed it. Sometimes all it takes... Can you hear that fucking construction? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes all it takes to, to, to get your way is to bitch about it enough. And if not people bitch about it, things will change. That's yeah. how democracy works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, with that being said, it's good. I mean, if, if as a consumer, if you don't like it, you have the, the right to change it. Or the right not to get it, but also at the same time, you know, if it's something you're invested in, and a company like you know a company that 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 um like like a who does Apex EA right? EA, that's a uh, oh fuck, that's a respawn. That's the publisher. Yeah, respawn. respawn are the ones who developed it. Uh, you know, but a game like Apex Legends, you know, that you're invested in, you know, you totally have the right to like complain about these issues. And if people complain, there we go. We got some changes with it, man. And that's awesome. That's awesome to see. Um, moving on to videos and trailers. We got a Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Got their trailer up. Um, super vague trailer. I saw it a couple times. Uh, it's like a minute and a half long. This is a teaser. Just, yeah, it's a, it's a teaser. Like it, it just says it's coming. It's happening. Um, I was hoping, I know it was too early to expect it, but I was hoping to see some more gameplay, man. I want to see some more gameplay. I wanted to see uh, what enhancements they're talking about in detail. I'll, give I'll have me, to wait until we get closer to the release. Give me your best uh, Rex impression. Rex? Why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shepard. It's good to see you. Uh, I'm Rex. Pretty good. I want to have a kid, but I can't because my balls <laughs> don't work. <laughs> because a whole race of fucking space frogs neutered my entire race. 
pretty good. And nobody talks about that for some reason, even though it's like the biggest point of contention in the whole series. <laughs> Turn to me there at the la- the end of it. <laughs> With some real feelings. Pretty, um, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> now let's hear your uh, let's hear your best Garris impression. Uh, Shepherd. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Citadel. Oh my God! <laughs> not good. bad, not bad, not bad. You, you got to talk about more calibrations, but <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but no, I'm excited for a legendary edition. Uh, that teaser again. I, I wanted more substance in the teaser, not just that it's happening, but that's why it's a teaser, man. Um, yeah. Again, when we get close to release, we'll see some more shit. Uh, side note, we got another video. Um, a new League of Legends game trailer, Ruined King. So yeah. what is Ruined King? What is so, this? Okay, they announced this at the Game Awards last year. And it is a League of Legends spinoff game. It is a single player a story focused turn based RPG. Really? Yeah. And that that's all that's all we know right now. That I'm sure there's, there's more to it than that, but I don't know shit about League of Legends, so I know there's characters here, so there's like five characters in this game. Uh uh Ash. Yeah. Uh Tetsuo, yeah, that's not his name. Yasuo, yeah, I know. I know. I'm not gonna even pretend I know who you're talking. I'm just saying yes because I don't. Miss Misfortune. I tried Uh, playing League once. Some dude called me a racial slur and told me to kill myself, and I never picked up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but um, yeah, it seems like it could be interesting. Um, Yeah, it's a, a vast departure from what League of Legends is. So, yeah, it might be worth looking into if you're invested in if if you're interested in the League of War League of Legends like lore, but you're not interested in the League of Legends or everything else, like that might be worth looking into, man. Yeah. Um we also got a gameplay trailer for Astros Playroom, which we touched on a little bit. No, it's it's a launch game, basically like a like a like a showcase for the PS5. It's a showcase off. game, but yeah. don't get it twisted. Yeah. This is actually a game. It's a yeah. game here. Like they made yeah. a game, so it's not just like a throwaway, like, hey, here's a here's a gimmicky yeah. thing to you know play your PS5 with. No, it's like they put, they made good. a game here. Yeah. It looks good. I'm excited to see it. And it's free, um, it comes yeah. with the system, so Yeah. So there you go. Um I don't want to move too fast. We have like so much shit to go over. Um <laughs> yeah, it looks cool though. Astro's Playroom looks really cool. Um it's cool to see that coming out with the PlayStation. Um, we also got a Demon Souls, their state of play trailer. Which as if you don't know, Demon Souls came out on the PS3 like a fucking hundred years ago. I'll be honest, and man. Like this and Astro combined with that like controller almost making me want to buy a PS5 like now. Yeah, man. But... Like Demon Souls looks really cool. And I've been told it's not just like a straight remake. Like there's a lot of quality of life changes that were in- implemented in the um Dark Souls games. Um, and the game's running at 60 FPS. Yeah. 
Like it looks awesome. Like that's there's really a cool. in the performance, but it's one of those fucking okay. Like vent a little bit here, fucking. If you're gonna the next generation of consoles, I know we're in like an in between point here, where we're still like porting stuff from PS4 to PS5 and Xbox One, the Xbox Series, but like this whole performance mode versus uh, visual mode shit has to stop. Has yeah, to stop. I agree. Like there should be no compromise here. Either give me. 60 FPS or give me visuals and nothing in between. Um, like make your fucking game and just decide what the balance is between visuals and frame rate and give me that. Now, if you're, if you're me, uh, do 60 FPS and whatever you got to do to maintain 60 is what we should be focusing on for this entire generation. Like yep, the, I'm the same way. I'm the the same minor, way. the minor visual upgrades is not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. But I'm the same way, dude. Anything less than sixty isn't worth it. Just don't even bother. But and um, it'll be it'll be cool to see like when as 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 developers start to learn more of the hardware, we can, we can probably see more of that later, and that'll be really cool to see. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll probably we could be doing away with this like performance versus graphics thing later, but we'll, we won't know for sure. Like when dudes want to talk about their console and they, oh, I just load it up and I play the game and it just works. Well, fucking yeah. not anymore, motherfucker. When I gotta like flip through the options and see what like mo- what setting mode I gotta set it to, exactly. and at that point, like, buy a PC. Like yeah. Um. That being and, uh, said, this game looks fucking phenomenal. I'm a huge yeah, Demon Souls fan. Not a huge Demon Souls fan, but it is the only Souls game that I like. Uh, aside from Bloodborne, like this and Bloodborne are like the climax of Souls, in my opinion. The only yeah. good Souls games. Um, yeah, uh, and you're, you're, that's not a new opinion. You've had that forever. Yeah. Um, and it, it'll be cool to, to see this come out because it's getting enough quality of life changes. I know there's a lot of stuff in Demon Souls that the game came out like a hundred years ago. Man, like there's a lot of changes that could be made that the Dark Souls games have done while still maintaining the challenge and aesthetic that Demon Souls brought to the table. Yeah. Um, it'll be cool to see, man. I, I want to see more of it. Um, that could, that, that's a, a damn good launch, launch game there. That's it. It's a damn good launch game. Yeah. Um, like Sony, Sony's got, Sony's got the better launch here, in my opinion, yeah, in terms of Absolutely. like shit to play on it. Um, we also have, the hell cat <laughs> stuff over um we also have mortal kombat 11's melina trailer uh which i've talked in great detail how i feel about mortal kombat 11's new character pack you know i just I'm keep putting these in here just to troll you right i know you do and it hurts <laughs> I feel it. um but real talk though uh, melina's gameplay looks really interesting uh, Melina has this weird mix of like traps and like rushdown techniques that I've never really seen before in a character, um, except for maybe you can argue um, that cat girl from Skull Girls, what's her name? But she has more of like puppet mechanics and trap mechanics. Um, There's a Skull Girls character in this game? No, I'm talking about just in gaming in general and fighting oh. games in general. Um, yeah, sorry for the misunderstanding. Um, <laughs> but I've never seen this combination of like rushdown while also keeping up with these traps and uh, ranged weapons. Because they show off a lot of her, like, kunai 
uh, throwing out these kunai, teleporting with them, which is really cool to see. Well, at the same time, once she gets up in your face, she's like up in your face. And she has a lot of rushdown potential too. Um, I really like seeing that. It looks really cool from a, from a gameplay perspective. I want to play it, but I, in good conscience, cannot give NetherRealm Studios more money for this game. Yeah. Um, I say that now, but I'll probably punk out and get it. <laughs> we'll see. Um, uh, how do you feel about charge characters? Um, so they have a place. They have they have a place uh, charge characters. Um, that's all. I never like them. Um, that's okay. A lot of people don't, but there, there's a time and place for them. Um, a lot of charge characters, for example, have these really good techniques that they're locked behind these charge mechanics, so they can't be abused. Um, and they're meant to be played in a specific way. So, for example, uh, the, the the most common character to look at is uh, Guile. He's a charge character. Uh, his, uh, for those of you who don't know, a charge character is a character you charge, you literally charge a move up. You hold your input in one direction for like a second, two seconds, and then change directions and hit the input, and that uses your move. Um, characters like Guile, for example, he has two charges one where you hold forward, then release, or you hold back, release forward, you do your sonic boom as a long range attack, and then one where you hold down and release up, and that does your charge kick, which is like a like an anti-air, almost like sure you can attack. Um, that was actually made in specific to fight back against characters like Ryu or Ken because he's more defensive. If you hold back and down, you're already meeting the requirements of your charge attacks. So at that point, it's just reacting whether you're going to throw a um, throw a sonic boom or you're going to do a flash kick. So they have a, they have a place. Uh, the, the 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 reason they exist is to offer this new gameplay style. Uh, most of them are really defensive, but I have seen some offensive charge characters that work really well. It's just knowing how to use them. But I don't hate them. They have it. They have it. There's a tool for every job. There's a character for every fight. There's a time for everything. There's time and place for everything. And uh, that's my opinion on charge characters. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. All right, that was uh, more than I asked for. But there you go. <laughs> you asked my opinion on charge characters. I gave you my opinion <laughs> on charge characters. Man. Um, <laughs> Don't ask me questions you don't want to hear the answer to. <laughs> um, but we also have uh, some new trailers. Assassin's Creed Valhalla got two trailers. There's a gameplay trailer and a Norse mythology trailer, which all jokes and shit talking aside, um, Ubisoft does their research with these games. Yeah. But they do their research. They, they're very careful to be uh, not just like accurate, but respectful to whatever country or time period they're representing. Ah, the hiccups. And the Norse mythology trailer shows a lot on not just more Norse mythology, but also like Viking lifestyles, Viking culture and Nordic culture outside of Vikings. It's really cool to see that. And that just goes to show that all joking aside, all joking aside for how, how they develop their games, the copy and paste design they have for their open world systems, they do their research when they when they make these Assassin's Creed games. That definitely shows in the Norse mythology trailer. Yeah, I mean this this game looks good. Like I yeah. I, I do want to try to uh, I don't want to play this come Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like I, I talk a lot of smack about Assassin's Creed and their open world games, but Valhalla looks like fun. Like it looks like a fun action game. Yeah. And I'm into that. Um, I would like to see it. I would like to try it. And, you know, I'll, I'll see you're going to pick it up. So I'm, I'm going to watch you play it. 
And if I like what I see, I might I might grab a copy too, man. It looks that good. <laughs> um, what else we got? We got a new Rainbow Six Siege Operation trailer, uh, the Neon Dawn reveal trailer, uh, which just a teaser for now. Um, it looks like it's coming with some new defenders and some new operations. I, I don't play Rainbow Six Siege, so I, I'm not, I don't have an opinion on this one way or the other, but they are going to have a full reveal tomorrow at 11 o'clock on their Twitch channel. So if you're more interested in Rainbow Six, you can see it there. But I don't know. I'm not a Rainbow Six Siege fan. What about you? Have you ever played the game? No, but I have it. Never loaded it up. So. Yeah? I mean, might be worth looking into for extra life, man. We'll see. Uh, although, yeah. if we tried playing it then, like, there have been so many updates since the game released, like... We're gonna get fucking swept if we try to play that game now. Well, there's a like a there's a PVE mode, which is okay. when I when I played Rainbow Six, that was the mode I what I um I most enjoyed playing was the um okay. the hell was it called? I forgot what it was called, but there there's an NPC uh or AI mode that you can do co op, uh which I enjoyed the most. Like in Rainbow Six Vegas, that was all I played with my friend. We would turn it up to max difficulty and just try to like it was basically just clear every uh, every enemy on the map, and yeah. you crank it up to max. You die in like one shot, so it made it okay. like really like tactical. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that might be worth playing. I'm gonna check that out for extra life. We'll see. Um, but there you go. You know, if you're a fan of Rainbow Six Siege, got a new uh, Operation trailer tomorrow. Uh, now here's something I want to talk about: Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Yeah. Had a collaboration trailer with Hyde uh, playing their hit song "Defeat." Uh, the song's dope. I love seeing that, but I also love music "Devil May Cry." Man, and Virgil looks fucking awesome. <laughs> I really, really like what I'm seeing with Virgil. Uh, there's a lot of really cool gameplay behind him. Um, all in all, the "Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition that's coming out looks to be fantastic. And if you haven't played it yet, like I, I, I assure everybody listening right now, play Devil May Cry 5. It is so good. It is pure, just action game bliss. Uh, the game relies so hard on gameplay first, even though it has a good story. And if you've been following the Devil May Cry story, it's there. But dude, if you just want to like fuck shit up and feel like a badass doing it, this game does it. And it, it's it's got a really good learning curve where it's not, it doesn't ever feel too hard. It's about as hard as you want to make it feel. And Virgil looks like it's following more of the same traditions with him. Like, he just looks so cool, dude. Like, uh, I can't stop a gush about this game. If I, if I, <laughs> if I keep going to talk all night, but it looks awesome. It looks really cool. I love seeing him fuck shit up. And I'm excited to see him release. Um, I'll probably end up getting that special edition update on PS4. And playing that because I really want to play me some Virgil, dude. Yeah, maybe I'll. Um, this is another series where I've not gotten into, but I have every game. I just have not played them yet. Um, all the games are kind of hit and miss. Three is supposed to be a prequel, so that's a good place to start. But one and two are kind of rough to get to. Two more than one. Uh, but three, four, five, all excellent. I have no complaints for three, four, and five. About DMC. Uh, DMC is good too, man. Like a lot of people shit talk it, but it's not a bad action game. 
is that I, I went into that game ex- not expecting Devil May Cry. So that, that's probably why I enjoyed it more, but it's still not a bad action game. Yeah. All right. Um, in other trailers, we got a trailer for Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition, which demos out now for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, those of you who don't know, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven came out about a year or two ago on PS4. This is the definitive edition with extra story content, um, extra gameplay content, and it's coming out on a PS4 again, Xbox One for the first time, and PC for the first time. Is this the one um, you were playing? This is the one I was playing. Uh, it did come out on Switch last year. Um, it was a Switch exclusive for about a year, and I have been playing it. The game is phenomenal. I have talked about this game before. It is a really fun, old-school JRPG. Um, I've compared it, again, I've compared it to Vanilla Ice Cream. You know, it's the most basic of flavors, but this is, like, high-end, expensive, uh, gourmet vanilla bean ice cream. And it is as good as it gets for what it does. Um, I cannot talk about Dragon Quest XI enough. I played it on Switch. It's great. It's going to be great on PS4 and Xbox One and PC with uh, better graphical updates, which honestly, the game looks great already. So I can't wait to see what it looks like on a a more powerful hardware. Uh, It's coming out December 4th. If you don't think it's going to be a cup of tea, play the trailer or play play the demo. Uh, The demo is not like a small thing. It's up to 10 hours of gameplay and the demo actually carries over to the game once you buy it. Please. And those of you who don't want to play the demo, I mean, the game is going to be up on Game Pass when it drops. So on Game Pass, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, but I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. If you take away anything from this podcast, you should play Devil May Cry Five and Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. It's a good game. Go check it out. <laughs> Um, we also got a trailer for the new uh, Dark Pictures Anthology game, Houses of Ash, or House of Ashes, my bad. Um, those of you who don't know, uh, Dark Pictures are the same team, or that's the, the, the meta kind of series of games like Until Dawn, Man of Medan. Um, I like these games. I don't know. What's your opinion on them? Because I know, like, your opinion is probably a little bit different from mine. <laughs> I like them. They're um, cool. They're you know, real like campy teen horror games. At least that's what they've been. Um, I haven't played uh, I haven't played the the last one, and this one looks even more different than that one. So, uh, looks interesting though. It looks super interesting, and I want to check it out, dude. I like what they do because they are legit, like really good stories. Yeah. Um, and it, especially until dawn, like the game has such a really campy premise, but it kind of abandons that halfway through in a really clever way. And those of you who have played it know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, those of you who haven't, go play it. <laughs> um, it's really good. That's all I can say. It's good. Um, I'm excited to see what this one what this one brings to the table. Um, we also have Elder Scrolls Online Markarth. It has released a new trailer for their Markarth expansion. Um, I haven't played Elder Scrolls Online. Have you played it? Yeah, it's uh, it's good. 
That's good? Okay, cool then. Uh, have free. you played any of the expansions or have you just played the base game? So the thing what they do with the expansions is you can you can start you can just start any expansion whenever the fuck you want. Like Okay, that's good. I like that. Um uh so I think I did start the Skyrim expansion uh unknowingly. Like it kind of just throws you in, but it doesn't matter cuz like you can you can start wherever you want, whenever you want. So and everything scales to your level. That's so good. it's not like, oh, this is a level 50 zone. Like everything scales. So no matter what level you are, it's content made for you. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's the game's good. That's all I gotta say. It's good. Yeah. It's free. Um, you just buy the expansions, and um, and then you can just start them whenever you want. That's good because I, I want to try it. And now that it's free to play, I I, I definitely want to give it a shot. I know there's a lot of contention when the game came out. A lot of people weren't happy with it. But I've I've been told they made a lot of improvements since that it's actually worth playing now. Yeah, yeah, and you can play it like a you can play it like a single player game, even yeah. though it's like got an MMO structure. Uh, everything's voice acted. Everything's um, like just really well crafted. Uh, yeah. It's it's um, it's impressive. That's good. I want to try it. Uh, I'll definitely download that and give that a shot too. Um. Another thing I want to talk about was uh, Outriders, which I had some strong opinions on this, but my opinions have changed because a lot of reviewers have, when I first saw this, I thought it was going to be like Destiny or like Anthem or, you know, any of those like games as a service style games. But people have compared it more to like Diablo. Yeah. But as a, a third person shooter, like less Destiny, more Diablo or like Borderlands. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've been told even the cooldown system and the 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 uh, the um, the um, god damn it, increasing your stats. The progression system is very similar to Diablo, and you you know me. I made it no secret. I love me some Diablo, man. So you compare something to Diablo, I'm gonna be into it. And this looks like it shows off enough. Now that I, I I've recontextualized how the game's gonna play. I think I might be into it. This might be worth looking into. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about this game other than it looks cool. Yeah. And I think I want to play it, but I don't know anything about, like, not a damn thing about it. Um, I, I saw some gameplay of it, and watching uh, the gameplay and the different classes you can play as, um, again, it's a very similar Diablo's, like, combat system where, you know, you have a basic attack, and then you have, like, your special abilities that are on a cooldown. But I've been told you can kind of mix and match some of those special abilities up. Uh, the gear system um, is really similar to Diablo, where you know you're just you're you're farming for loot. Um, so you can look at it as like Borderlands meets Diablo, but in third person. Um, I'm into it. I, I definitely want to try it. Especially, I'm getting a lot of like Remnant from the Ashes vibes from this game, but with more superpowers. And I love me some Remnant, so. I think I'm into it. Um, that's definitely going to be worth checking out when it comes out um, February 21st or February 2nd. Uh, that's coming out on everything. PS5, the new Xbox, Xbox One, PS4, PC, Steam, and Epic. Um, the only thing that's not coming out on a Stadia, but that's coming out later. So, And if you still have a Stadia, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this looks cool. I'm into it. 
And the fact they're already talking about like post campaign stuff, like that's cool to me. Cause yeah. What is, is this game like in a beta state or new Jiraiya shows up in chat fashionably late? Hello. Uh, is there like a beta of this or like what? Like, is this playable right now at all? Um, I don't think there's a beta of it yet. If there was, I've seen a lot of stuff of this and yeah, I don't I know anything about it. Um, I've just seen like some of the loot and some of the gameplay, like some of the gameplay Green. stuff they've been showing off. Looks a lot like Destiny, but you know. Yeah. Well, this is a um, long video. Yeah, it is. It's like a 15 minute video showing off all their post game stuff, stuff you can get. Uh, which, if you guys know me, like I, I, I play games more for the gameplay and for like, the gameplay loop. That's why I, I've talked countless times. I hate the story for Diablo, but I love the uh, adventure mode, the, the post game stuff. And for them to like focus on like here's the post game stuff we have planned tells me that you know I'm gonna get what I want from this game. Uh, we will have to wait and see. The game doesn't come out till February, so I'm gonna hold back and wait till I see some more stuff on it. But based on what I've been seeing here, that sounds like I might be into it. Or this might be a game that uh, that it'll uh, tickle my fancy. Looks this looks good. Yeah, it does look good. Um. What else is next? Uh, we got Terminator Resistance Infiltrator Mode. Um, so Terminator Resistance already came out. That came out like last year, right? Or am I thinking uh, of something else? Might have been this year. Might have been this year. I don't remember. But um, people were talking like it's a, like a small little budget shooter game. And um, yeah, people have been talking about like surprisingly good for what it is. Yeah, oh, that's what I've been hearing too. A lot of people like tell me how good the game is. Um, but what makes this infiltrator mode like so cool is that one, it's a free update. So good on them for that. Um, it's going to be releasing on Steam. But the big thing is that you play as a um, as a T eight hundred. You know, the, the Terminator. You play as a Terminator. And the game has a whole new map to play on, uh, new missions to play with. Like it sounds cool, and it's all for free. So you know, if you picked it up and you liked it, here's some more reasons to like the game. Yeah, uh, you know, on the list of movies I've never seen, uh, Terminator is on there, all of them. So I've no, I have no, uh, <laughs> I've got no, uh, I don't know, I got no attachment to the Terminator franchise. I wish um, I did. I'm gonna watch I like those movies. Terminator. They're good movies. I, I, I like them. I don't have like a huge attachment to them, but they're good movies. I like them. Third one kind of sucks, but the first two are phenomenal. Um. Yeah, it looks cool. There you go. Free update if you bought Terminator Resistance. Um, we also got a trailer for Portal Reloaded, which is a community-made uh, total, um, total remaster mod for Portal. It introduces uh, new levels and new mechanics with uh, new portals that travel between timelines. <laughs> yeah. So that's got me like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, it reminds me of, um, there was a section in Titanfall two where you're, you're platforming, you're like wall running and platforming. And at the same time, you're like shifting in between the past and the future. Yeah. Uh, while platforming at the same time, it's like insane. Um, yeah. Um, this isn't that much, this isn't that action packed, but mm-hmm. it reminds me of that. 
it looks cool, man. Like, I like me some Portal. Any excuse I have to play more Portal, I'll take it. Yeah. And they, they show off, like, uh, a quick, like, snippet in the gameplay trailer. You can kind of see, like, how it's used. You're going into, like, you know, like, I assume this is the past, you know, where everything's, like, all nice and clean, and it's the future. Everything's all dirty. Yeah. And, you, you know, you're using uh, using things from there. And you're, you're thinking in, like, these huge dimensions, too. Because you're jumping around from, like, timelines. You're taking stuff out of them. Like, it looks super interesting. And it's free. You know, all you have to do is, is own Portal, which... If you have Steam, you should own Portal. Like, that's a given. If you don't own Portal yet, what's wrong with you? Or Portal 2, I should say. Um, yeah. It's a great game. Portal 2 is a great game. Uh, it's cool to see the community come together and make something so fucking awesome. Um, Almost done here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stretch. I don't want to sound like I'm rushing through it, but, you know, there's not there's a lot to cover. And I don't want this thing to run for, like, ever, but... Uh, we got some game releases. Uh, most of them are games we already knew were coming out. Uh, release date for the Xbox One X. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Borderlands 3 is coming out, Dead by Daylight, Destiny 2. Uh, the Beyond Light expansion is coming out that day. Devil May Cry 5. Basically a lot of games that we've gone over. Like Even some games I, expe- I wasn't expecting. Like Maneater is coming out on Xbox One X. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. I knew the game was popular, but Series X. Series X, sorry. Fucking up already. <laughs> yeah, those names are stupid. Don't don't blame me <laughs> for fucking name. Um to surprising no one, Fortnite's also coming out on the Series X. Yeah. Uh Forza Horizon 4, Fuser, Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Ghost Runner, which I've talked about Ghost Runner. I I really want to pick that one up. That game looks like right up my alley. Yeah, Gears Tactics is the um that was PC only for a while, so yes. it's finally coming to console. Yes, uh, both consoles. Touch on um, Gears Tactics was PC for a while. It's kind of like an XCOM clone, uh, but a lot more violent because Gears. Yeah. Um, it looks cool, man. I like me some XCOM. Uh, I'm not a, the biggest fan of the Gears franchise, but I did see some Gears Tactics gameplay, and it looks pretty cool. Uh, we also have like you know NBA two K twenty ones coming out. Surprising no one, No Man's Sky, Observer. That one surprised me that we're getting a uh, Observer System Redux, which is coming out on PC and Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series X. Almost fucked it up again. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> um, which is cool because, I mean, if you already have Observer, you have a better version on your PC now when that comes out, uh, when the Series X drops uh, November 10th. Um, or in the Will of the Wisps is coming on Series X, surprising no one. They showed a um on Twitter. They showed a uh, 6K upres of Will of the Wisps, a little screenshot from the uh, Series X. I um, bet that looks amazing. I wish yeah. I had a monitor or TV to see that properly. <laughs> well, it'll it'll like what it what it what it's doing is it's super sampling the 6 6K and then down sampling back to your native res. Hmm. Okay, so it still it still looks better even if you're running on like native like 4K or 1080p. Yeah, still yeah. Than what you're seeing there, that's good. Yeah. Um, we also got Rogue Company, which we talked about a little bit when that came out. You weren't impressed with it. It's uh bad. So. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. It's free but, uh, to play, but yeah. you have to buy into the beta, which I did. It was bad. Um. Also, Sea of Thieves is coming out, which I've heard Sea of Thieves has had a pretty big turnaround since it released. I know 
it didn't exactly set the world on fire when it came out, but I heard it got some, it got some updates, got some patches, and it's worth playing now. Uh, maybe with the new system, the new system coming out, we can see uh, an uptick in players for that game, but we'll see. Um, did you play Blessed Unleash? No, I didn't. What is that? New Jariah is asking in the chat. Don't, don't acknowledge. Don't acknowledge it? Why, why not? <laughs> is it a shit game? Yeah, it was so shit that they had to relaunch it twice and then completely remove it from PC because... Oh, yes! This is the one we talked about. It was coming out on PS4 like last week. <laughs> no, I didn't play it yet. I'll, I'll, I'll load it up. Is it out yet? I'll load it up on PS4. I thought it came out already. Oh, no, it's coming out in February. It was out on Xbox and now it's coming to PS4. Oh, I remember this, yeah. And then on I PC, who knows? PC is the only ones who remember how bad that game was twice. So, um, we also got Tetris Connect, which or Tetris Effect Connected, which is like the improved version of Tetris Effect with multiplayer. Um, yeah, with multiplayer, Tetris Effect was a fucking you know it's Tetris with some cool psychedelics. Uh, Connected is coming on Xbox One and Xbox Series X, uh, starting on November tenth. We also got Warhammer Chaos Bane, um, which was like that kind of Diablo clone for Warhammer. Um, that's another one I wanted to try, but I'm not. A, I don't know anything about Warhammer. It's more. So. It's more Left 4 Dead. Um, yeah, it's more Left 4 Dead than. Well, it's got like equipment and shit, but it's like that. But Left 4 Dead. I thought Vermintide was a Left 4 Dead, and Chaos Bane was like the Diablo clone. Wait a minute, isn't? Yeah, Chaos Bane is a Diablo clone. Love oh, me. you're right. You're right. You're right. Shit. Yeah, you're thinking of Vermintide. The fuck is Chaos Bane? I don't know what the. Oh, you know what? I bought that game, played it for like an hour when it came out. <laughs> I wonder if that game still is bad. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that game was not good, but. Uh, oh, that's a bummer. I wanted to try it. <laughs> well, I only played it like the day it came out, so I haven't tried it since then. Maybe I'll load that back up and see. Um, we also have Watch Dogs Legion coming out on the Series X. Uh, 13 is coming out November 10th for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, which we talked about a little bit uh, two podcasts ago. But 13 was a uh, a first-person shooter that came out back in, like, what, like 2009, 2008? Like, forever ago? Yeah, GameCube era. Yeah, uh, 2003. God, even longer. Um, and it's getting a uh, full HD remaster or a full remake, I should say. Like they're t- completely changing everything, uh, adding some more modern uh, shooter elements to it. It looks cool. Um, I actually kind of want to check this game out, and I'm excited to see it uh, coming out on November 10th. That's probably one I'll be looking at. Um, we also have Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yes. Which looks dope. Like it's a Yakuza game. I always felt like the Yakuza games, they always felt like jrpgs because you know the fights you get into random fights the only thing is that when you played them they were like beat-em-ups this is embracing that jrpg aspect and it's like you know it's a turn-based combat system which looks really cool it looks really cool it's really flashy i love me yakuza i love yakuza's like whole crazy out there attitude and it's cool to see that in this game plus it's a whole new game in the franchise so if you've never played any of the yakuza games one through six Here's a good place to start. Yeah, looking oh, forward to that being my first. Technically, not my first Yakuza game. I've played other ones, but I've not gotten like into them. So I, I like that I can start fresh with this one. 
Yeah. Um, I got pretty into Yakuza Kiwami when that was on PlayStation Plus about a year back. And I liked what I played. I just never got back into it. And I did like it. So I'll probably yeah. like replay some of those. And I just want them all on PC because I can't, I can't finish the fight when the fight ain't finished on PC. Yeah, I hear you. Um, we also got November 12th. We got Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming out on PS5. Uh, Astro's Playroom, Borderlands 3. Um, unless specified otherwise, these are all PS5 games, by the way, because that's the same date it drops. Yeah. Uh, Bug Snacks is coming out, not just on PS5, but PS4 and PC. That's going to be a banger. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a banger. I'm excited for Bug Snacks. Uh, Death Come True is also coming out on PS4 that same day. Uh, no PS5 release yet, but PS4, woo. Um, Demon Souls Remake, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Dirt 5, Fortnite, God Falls coming out on PS5 and PC, uh, Man Eater, NBA 2K21, No Man's Sky, Observer System Redux is coming out on PS5, um, Overcooked, All You Can Eat, The Pathless is coming out on PS5, PS4, PC, and iOS, uh, which is more like an action-adventure game. Uh, it looks pretty simple, honestly. It doesn't look too crazy. It's a third-person action-adventure game. Uh, not too dissimilar to, like, Horizon Zero Dawn with the bow and arrow. I'm out. <laughs> well, it looks interesting, um, but it's not my cup of tea. I'm not, like, going crazy over it. We also have a Planet Coaster Console Edition, Just Dance 2021. Sackboy Big Adventure looks really cool. That's coming out for PS4 as well. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales drops that day for PS4 as well. Uh, Spider-Man Remaster is coming out on PS5. Warhammer Chaos Bane, Watch Dogs Legion. And for wrapping it up with WRC9, which is like a, a World Rally Championship game. Um, how can I word it? A well, it's a game. racing game. It's a yeah. rally game. Like there's there's not much more to say about it. It's a rally game. Um, November 13th, we have Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War coming out on everything. PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Memories coming out on Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, no news yet on next-gen releases for Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Memory. But honestly... If you're sitting here like, when are we, we going to get Melody of Memory on PS5? Why? <laughs> Why? You need to first, check your priorities. You, yeah, first, do you exist? <laughs> if you do, why? What's your mindset here? I'm, I, I want some PC releases for Kingdom Hearts, man. That's yes. Why hasn't this happened yet? I mean, it's too exactly. late. I already bought the collection on PS4, so we're fucked up now. <laughs> well, it sets you back like, what, 30 bucks? You're fine. And you could afford to get it again. You can afford to double dip. Um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remaster is also coming out on Switch which already, the remaster already came out on PS4 and Xbox One back in November, November 6th yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was looking back at the release date it came out yesterday. Uh, so now we're getting it on Switch. I have no idea how it's going to perform on Switch. But, you Probably know, terribly. EA, well, EA's been trying to like make No, they haven't. <laughs> I mean, uh, have you did, seen uh, what they've been putting out? Like their their FIFA games are literally the same game, literally the same game, just with a different number on it. I'm just talking about like Switch performance. Um, FIFA's oh. been pretty similar to Switch as current systems, and uh, they did some pretty good work with La Noire. That surprisingly ran pretty well on Switch. Um, that's that's what I mean. Like 
hopefully Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remastered runs really well on Switch. That's a we'll Rockstar see. game now. Oh shit, you're right. What, what am I thinking of? Shit. Why did I think EA did uh LA Noir? <laughs> shit, I fucked that up. I lost my gamer crap. <laughs> <laughs> Press X to doubt. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um but yeah, man, that's it. Uh it's gonna be a pretty not not too much to go over right now, man. Uh just but hopefully, you know, next week the new systems will already be out for a little while. We'll have a lot more to touch on next week. And I'm excited to see what happens, man. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for for this new shit. Not not so much like for the launch of this new shit, but more so for uh the future, man. Like yeah, man. These consoles are gonna pave the way for some incredible shit. Yes, sir. coming up here. So like, it'll be cool to see, man. I can't wait. Uh, um, catch us on uh, Twitch.tv/slash/gameoverse. Gameoverse.com. Gameoverse.com/slash/twitch. Gameoverse.com/slash/youtube. Gameoverse.com/slash/discord. Gameoverse.com/slash/extra life. We're streaming extra life marathon coming up this monday at noon eastern which um again uh where i'll be working so i won't be there when you start at noon but i will be off at like around 4 30 about 3 30 for you so i'll probably be home around five four o'clock for you if you hop on and then you'll be here the entire time with me as well so it's gonna be (laughs) (laughs) um no it's gonna be fun yeah, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait to do this. Uh, maybe my my wife might want to get into this. We'll see what happens. Sure, man. We can make it a party. Anyone who wants to join, come on down. It's gonna be a fun time. So, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for stopping by. Usually, I said what game? It's gonna be what? We're going for fucking like twenty four hours, dude. At least it's going to be a number of games, not just one. So, yeah. so. Whatever so game you want to see. Uh, Path of Exile is definitely one I want to try. So yeah, cool Path of Exile, which I recently just got back into. So we're going to... Oh, cool. Do... You can like power level me and show me the ropes. I'm on level 10 right now. So. You can power <laughs> level 10. <laughs> All right, last time I did, I did do Zelda last time. But th- whatever, I, I want this to be like a community thing. I want yeah. everyone to kind of join in. So it's probably going to be more multiplayer focused. Yeah, so. it'll be cool. New Jirai, if you want, if you got Bless Unleashed, we'll I'll play some Bless Unleashed. Um, you know, we'll load it up. As long <laughs> as you're here, you gotta be there though. If you're not there, then you're fucking up. But yeah, Monday, noon Eastern. So yeah. that's when we're gonna start. And we're gonna do at least twenty four hours. I can go longer if people show up, you know, charge me up. We'll go longer. Go through yeah. Tuesday, go through Wednesday. Uh, fucking I don't know. I am off on Tuesday, so that'll be cool to see. I got to yeah. be up late with you, man. Yeah, let's do it. Dope. Bye, everybody. Thank you for coming. Thanks.